All right. Oh, that didn't work at all. Look at that. Let's do this instead. How about that? <clears throat> there we go. Welcome, boys and girls. That's better than black screen. What do you think? Uh, finally, you can see me uh, in front of my nice green screen here in our temp setup, and I hope the audio is better today. Please let us know. Uh, hopefully, I'm not too loud. Last <laughs> Flashback Friday was uh, was horrible, horrific uh, audio from my... I actually did a, I, I did a sound check, as I explained in the latest Week in Warrior, uh, that we recorded Sunday, went up, of course, Monday on RedEyesMembers.com. Uh, that I did a sound check, um, what was it, like an hour, I think an hour or two before we went live on Friday, and uh, the, even the day before, and something happened, as always, as I explained, you move stuff, something happens or whatever. So basically, last night I was circling back around, I was like going through everything, redoing everything, and I've basically returned back to the settings that I had previously before we moved the studio, more, more or less, I moved the mic a little bit closer to it. But anyway, hopefully you guys can hear me. Uh, okay, and it looks like that's what you guys are saying in chat too. So good to see you all. <laughs> good to see you all, <laughs> and thank you for bearing with us here as we kind of get things set up in the temp studio. Uh, I'm going to be here for uh, for for a little bit more, a few more weeks, uh, and then we're going to actually go to well, basically another temp studio. But I think that will be a little bit of a better setup uh, in order to kind of get a uh, a final space uh, a little bit later, of course. But anyway, good to be back with you guys. Hope you're doing well. Uh, thank you, everybody, joining us in chat. Uh, and uh, yeah, so we're going out on a number of places. I guess we can we can uh, show this. We show this in uh, the Flashback Friday show as well. But uh, a couple of places, of course, where you can watch us live. Uh, in case you're new to our content or just uh, tuning in or you've been with us for a while and you're confused where to go because of deplatforming and demonetization and all this crazy stuff, right? Uh, so obviously one place you can always go, always go to catch us live is redeyes.tv forward slash live. That's the best place. Also, for you guys who are members, you can watch the live stream as well on the members website. It's simply redeyesmembers.com and you go up to the menu. I can even show you guys uh, that right here on the screen. Uh, just go up in the top menu where it says shows. Uh, where's my mouse? There it is. Uh, and then you just go down to live stream right at the bottom of the menu. Click that and uh, hey, look at that. There we are. Uh, very good. Good stuff. So that's uh, that's easy, uh, of course. And then we have, what else do we have? Entropystream.live forward slash Red Eyes TV. And that is, of course, uh, also a uh, way, a great way of joining in if you want to join in through Super Chat today. Uh, Entropystream.live forward slash Red Eyes TV. Uh, I have to move that overlay I see right here. So yeah, it was some stuff like this that we got to kind of sort out a little bit. Let me move that down a little bit in the corner. Of the, there we go. Beautiful. Uh, yes, so entropystream.live forward slash Red Eyes TV. You can watch the stream through there and also do uh, Super Chats. One of the reasons, of course, for all of this now is uh, we want to try to... I know there's a lot of people still watching on DLive because we you know, we built up that platform and it's frustrating and I totally get it. It was like, what, we have to go somewhere else now and all that stuff. DLive was very good to us when we had it all that time, uh, but their decision-making regarding after this Capital Six uh, you know, stuff that happened has been... I think horrendous, especially uh, squeezing out creators that didn't even even cover these things, m much less wasn't even there. Not that that it was justified that those who were there or nor covered it should have been demonetized, uh, but what have you. So you know there was some higher pressure on the company that you know handles DLive's processing. And we are very familiar with this, of course, too, because other companies and groups, NGOs, activist groups. Uh, you know, far left activist groups like uh, like SPLC and stuff who's profiting from peddling that the, the, there's all this hate out there, you know, um, they put pressure on payment processors and gateways, uh, clearing houses and stuff like that. And then they shut us down so we can't do business. So I understand what it's like to be in that situation, but I still don't think DLive handled that in the best way. 
Uh, so we're trying to get people off of DLive because, you know, there's no way to send uh, Super Chats there. If you are subscribed over there, you know, have the Jarl sticker, uh, un don't, don't do that. Like, just stop doing that because I have no idea if we'll see any of that money ever again. And I don't want you guys to kind of lose your lemons. Um, give it to your creator, I guess. That's If you have any lemons left and want to get off of DLive, give it to somebody who still has, uh, you know, has the ability to turn off XTag, which is really what's causing that demonetization thing to happen. Um, anyway, you can't, so we have set up a Trovo. If you favor that, a lot of people in, uh, in the sphere, whatever you want to call it, uh, have gone over to Trovo. So that's trovo.live forward slash red ice. Don't go to red ice TV on Trovo because that's a, a gay op. There's someone's uh, trying to squeeze out Bitcoin from us. Uh, who sent us an email. They were like a fifth of a Bitcoin. Don't tell, don't talk about this publicly. Well, I'm talking about this publicly, publicly. Uh, you, you like, oh my God, do you think we sent you Bitcoin for that? Like we just, we'll just tell our people to go somewhere else. Anyway, whatever. Uh, we're actually in the process of transferring that, but Trovo has been very slow to get back to us. We're just basically waiting to confirm our, our identity with them. And I've asked them, how, how do you want us to confirm our, our identity? And then they'll give us the Red Eyes TV handle. That's what they've said anyway. All right, anyways, but for now, so uh, trovo.live forward slash Red Eyes. You can also watch it on vk.com forward slash Red Eyes TV, twitter.com forward slash Red Eyes TV, where was uh, repost or um, what do you call it? What's it called on Twitter again? Requote? Re um, retweet, I guess? Retweet, yes, retweet. Uh, we retweet from the uh, Gothic Boar account on Twitter if you want to watch it there. Uh, we do for now stream to dlive.tv forward slash Red Eyes TV as well, but I want to get you guys off of there. I know we have uh, probably the majority of people still tuning in there. Uh, what do we have over there right now? Let me let me just let me see. Uh, oh, I can't see that on the back end act, uh, activity feed uh, control panel. All right, all right, whatever. Uh, but yeah, so try to get off of there if you can, uh, because uh, you know majority of people leaving that platform, and just, you know if you can't super chat through it and anything like that, it's it's kind of not uh, not not as fun anymore. Uh, also, float.app forward slash red eyes TV. I think that should be should be up and running as well. Um, and then on the other side there, you have some places where you can watch the Archive show. BitChute, Odyssey, VK, Rumble. Uh, we upload right now to tv.gab.com forward slash channel forward slash Red Eyes TV as well. There's like a thousand places to upload. So we do a show and then it takes like uh, five hours <laughs> to upload it anywhere, everywhere. Uh, anyway, don't want to be too long-winded about this, guys. Just want to give you, uh, as we're waiting to, uh, to people to join into the live stream, get you guys some... Uh, you know, up to speed of where you can watch us and stuff like that. Uh, we have a bunch of topics actually lined up today. We're going to talk about the madness of, uh, well, basically just mainstream media coverage uh, again and see how they've treated this thing after post, uh, you know, the Capital Six uh, riots, uh, storming of the Capitol, there's many different words of this, the insurrection, uh, all that stuff. Uh, Watch some clips and see how they're how, how they're treating this situation, how they're jumping on this and using this uh, as an opportunity as well, uh, which has just been extraordinary. But we have some other stuff as well regarding how um, uh, New York Times is kind of uh, urging, really, the Biden administration to uh, what looks like have a kind of a ministry of truth. It's, it's really no other way of, of, of spinning this uh, a ministry of truth that's going to enforce a singular view of reality, which is, of course, very interesting. And I know we called this, of course, back in, uh, uh, when did I do my video on that? I, I'll pull that up here on the side in a little bit. But I remember there was a story out of, um, I think it was Yahoo News, if I remember correctly. They claimed that they had uh, access to a FBI report out of the Phoenix field office 
which was basically targeting, you know, conspiracies, conspiracy theories are the, you know, biggest uh, terrorist threat. That's the biggest problem. We have to, you know, crack down on this and stuff like that. And so when these Capital Six riots happen, and then they could tie in your QAnon, and yeah, this is not a defense of QAnon, but it's a defense of people's right to believe whatever the fuck they want to believe, basically. Because this is insanity if you're going to start enforcing what people can or cannot believe. And it's just, well, you could believe whatever you want, but you can't say it on the internet or voice it online. You can't put out a paper that says that you think something differently than the establishment. I mean, that's just pure insanity. You can walk around with your own version of you know reality in your in your mind, but if you can't talk to people about that, if you can't voice that reality, if you can't disagree, uh, that's uh, that's not going to end very well. I don't think that's going to work uh, that well long term, right? Uh, so we'll look at that, uh, and we have some other uh, stuff lined up about as well about the uh, kids in the cages and all that. So how the media has shifted narratives and stuff like that. So anyway, so this will be kind of a, a laid back, no goes, and I do want to get back on the tech train as well. I was kind of before we took a break. Uh, long break. And again, just shout out and thank you to everyone for your patience of, of waiting while we relocate, relocated to set up the new studio, got things organized and some things you know, squared away has taken, taken a long time. But I appreciate your patient, guys, uh, and for staying with us. Uh, but yeah, so we're, we're, we're going to get back on that train. I have some more stuff to cover on that. There's a lot of people that find those shows interesting and fascinating and, and scary, too, in regards to what they're able to do with uh, with the technology. Uh, and I'm using my headphones today as well, uh, just to make sure that at least on my end, the audio sounds good, right? Uh, okay, so we have a couple of super chats before we dive into some of the topics, guys, uh, over at uh, entropystream.live forward slash red ice TV. You can watch it right there as well. Of course, uh, plain physics for three says hello from Germany. Good to see you. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for the support as well. Oh, is that screen going to die now? Is that what's happening? Oh, boy. Okay, let me do this then. Hang on, guys. Let me do let me do this real quick. So I've had a, an issue with <laughs> with one of my screens. This happens when you move stuff. Um, do just you know something that used to work don't no longer works. I guess it's just the the, the rattling in the container or something like that. Uh, let me do the let me do this, boys and girls. Let me pull this up. Can I can I do that full screen? No, not that one. Let me see that one right there. Okay, uh, bear with me. I'm mute the mic. I'm gonna turn on and off my screen again. One second, guys. Sorry, be right back. All right, I think we got it. Good stuff. Yeah, I got to turn that on and off. It's fascinating. Like every 30 minutes or so, it just dies. So I got to get, <laughs> get, get a new screen. Contribute to the screen fund, ladies and gentlemen. Get a shield something, right? Anyway, I'm just joking. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Hello from Germany, from Plain Physics. Thank you for that uh, so much, sir. Appreciate it. Midnight Sun for three. Um, hope you're liking the cooler climate so close to the Great White North. Uh, has Red Eye signed a referendum for the Greater Idaho Movement yet? No, no, no uh, referendum on that yet. Uh, but of course, that, that looks interesting. I got to say, we've, we've talked about that a couple of times. Uh, looks fascinating. Uh, so the Great White North, it's just a ref, uh, reference to Canada, right? Is that what it is? Uh, I guess it's the, the the Great Yellow North. Is that what is that more uh, accurate? I think, I think uh, the Chinese are, <laughs> are taking over the the Great White uh, Sinio, uh, uh, the, the, the Sinio, uh What's the other word for north? I'm thinking about Aurora, but uh, Thule, I guess. Thule is a word for the north, right? You can say the great, uh, the great Sinian Thule. Uh, maybe that's a good name for it. Uh, thank you. Minai San, appreciate that. A couple of other ones here too. Virginian Drifter for 10. Thank you, sir. Good to see you. Thank you for your support, sir. Uh, welcome back, Henrik. What platform will they try to take down next? Also, I will eventually leave Virginia as well. Would love Tennessee, but we'll see how that plays out because of work-related issues. Yeah, I get that. It's not everyone can just go where they want, right? 
Uh, looking to eventually have a mini farm. Best of luck in Idaho. Thank you, sir. That's awesome. Yeah, mini farm. Good idea, sir. We were thinking about, uh, um, you know, having... Uh, depends on how, how quick this hits the fan, obviously, but uh, kind of move in that direction, too. Uh, slowly, do one thing at a time. Hopefully, there is some time still to do, do things like that. If nothing else, you get to kind of be... Well, you know, in an area where you know some people and you're specialized in a couple of different things and you can help each other out. Not everyone has to have everything, you know, themselves individually. Uh, but yeah, thank you, Virginia Drifter. Good luck to that. Uh, Tennessee, I had a lot of people going there too. Um, so that that could be uh, definitely good. Of course, the climate is... I, I like the cold weather. I mean, I miss that being from Sweden. Uh, I miss that. The South is a little bit too, especially summertime, a little bit too, a little bit too hot, a little bit too um, humid for me, summertime at least. Uh, but uh, spring, uh, spring, autumn is is, is lovely in, in many parts of the south, of course. Uh, thank you, Virginian Drifter. Vegan videos for fifty. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. That's very kind of you. Hello from Kansas City. Uh, how is Kansas? Is things well in Kansas? Is that being uh, run over demographically? I, I got to look into that. Kansas. It's just Midwest, right? Right in the middle. Uh, good to see you, sir. Thank you so much, or ma'am. Uh, thank you so much for your support. Appreciate it. Midnight Sound for three. Hope you're liking the cooler climate closer to... Oh, that, we did that one. That was up above. Okay. Uh, in the chat. Let me scroll down a bit here. So if I missed... Oh, okay. So I did that one. Uh, here's uh, one with the base username here. Jew make a juju for three. He says, silver all gone from uh, Swedish traders. Is that so? I mean, silver is gone from a lot of traders. Is it, is it not? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. They, they, they of, course, of course, tanked the market the day after that little, some people call it a gay op with the silver purchase. I still think you can never go wrong with um, precious, precious metals, uh, silver, gold, uh, you know, those kinds of things, obviously, long term, if, if you're into the long term. Uh, but uh, I, I think there was a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, places that were just completely, completely sold out. And then I think was it JP Morgan, who's been controlling silver forever. Uh, they did some crash on the day after. Uh, I actually had a story. I, th I hope we can get it to it by the end of the show. It was about the uh, the artificial. Let me see. Did I not add that in? It was how they've control. Uh, it was basically J.P. Morgan's uh, precious metal desk, as they call it, like the the division within. Or was it Goldman? It must be J.P. Morgan. Um, were basically seen as a as a criminal enterprise by the U.S. government for the longest time. But if they can keep, they have, that's fine. They can keep going. Not, not a problem, you know. Not a problem, but I'll look into that specifically. Uh, I haven't heard if there's any specific uh, coming out of Sweden regarding the silver, but that's interesting. Another one from um, Juju there for three. What should I do with my leftover lemons before I close my DLive account? Yeah, so again, my recommendation is to... Uh, now, th there has been some talk about you can uh, appeal again. You can uh, try to you know get, get re-monetized on DLive. At the same time, a lot of people are leaving the platform, and for the reason that I... <laughs> You know, directly, I know it's not their fault, but at the same time that there was no backbone standing up to creators who had done nothing wrong. That's what's, that's what's, I mean, that's horrific treatment. That's, these are the, again, though, it's always that we talked about this before, uh, before this happened. We talked about this many times, like the, the people who are on, on the right, dissenting people, anti-globalist people, people who are offering uh, any kind of resistance to the mainstream narrative and stuff like that when they go to these new platforms, are the ones who build these new platforms. Uh, look at that top 10 uh, SPLC list. We were like number six or seven or something on there. Um, and so a percentage of all our money, of all the audiences that we pulled to DLive have gone in to help to build DLive, right? And what's, what's their answer? Well, well, you know, payment processor, they have done nothing illegal. How about that? Just standing up for people. 
just saying, well, show me where they've uh, done something illegal or incited violence. Uh, may, was there a creator who did that on DLive during January 6th? Okay, possibly. I don't know. I didn't check every stream. But I guarantee you, not all the people that they demonetized. Definitely not us. We didn't even cover it. We were gone for weeks and weeks. Um, but we got roped into that too. And again, I'm not saying that any of the demonetization was justified. I'm just saying even people who had like clearly nothing to do with this. Uh, so it's the same old uh, gay pressure from these uh, left-wing groups, right? SPLC, uh, they managed to put pressure and then they run and they hide. So, you know, so that's the reason why people leave DLive. So I don't know if there will be remonetization or anything like that on DLive. Uh, if so, sure, you can, if you want to, you can hang on to it and maybe we can open it up, you know, turn off the X tag and, and get some of those lemons if you want to don donate those those to us. Uh, if not, give it to, I guess, another creator. Um I don't I can look into if you can convert because it is a crypto. Can you convert it back to another crypto? Can you get does anybody in chat know that? Can you um is there any exchange that cuz lemons isn't a, like an ERC20 token or anything like that, right? That's it's like it's just an internal I forget what they call it, like an in-app uh token or something. I forget what they call it. Um yeah, turn off the XF. Well, I, ca I can't. See, that's the thing. Even if I, so I've turned it off now, but it's it's just, it flings back on automatically, right, uh, for us. Uh, so I can't do that. Uh, who said that again? Futhark, yeah, said that. Uh, yeah, so I've turned it off right now, but uh, that's not going to work because it just flicks back on automatically for us. Some, some are like per my X tag, right? And that's why we can't do it. But sure, try it now if you can, <laughs> but it's not going to work. All right, anyway. Uh, so yeah, I don't know if you can change the lemons. That would be ideal, I guess, if we could exchange the lemons for another cryptocurrency and get it onto an exchange and then back to USD or, or if you want to keep it in, in another crypto or something like that. Uh, yeah, thank you for the uh, for the attempt there, though, Futhark. I appreciate that. Uh, okay. Okay. We're going to get going here on the topics, uh, guys. Appreciate you uh, staying with us here. A uh, little bit mellow today, but I think that's good. N start nice and, nice and easy. Okay, I think that was those on... Uh, actually, Chaz Roberto for 50. Thank you, Chaz. That's very kind of you. It says, Entropy is the future. Everything is in clear view for your information, everyone. Entropy does not work in Brave, but works in Microsoft Edge for me. Interesting. It does not work in Brave. Uh, maybe if you turn off the shield, you know, right at the top of Brave, and we've been pushing Brave, and Brave is great. We get a little bit back if we, if you guys out there install the Brave browser and use it and, you know, do, do your things and surf the web with it. We get a little bit from that. So if you do want to get in on that, uh, check our Brave uh, affiliated link should be down in the description under any video. Uh, or even, I think even if you go to the redeyestop.tv forward slash donate page, you have a download link there. That's like our uh, our thing. Uh, get that. But I believe if you're using Brave, you should be able to just click on the little, uh, what is it? Like a, a lion, right? A lion. Uh, you can turn off the shield there and you can try it. But if not, yeah, use use uh, Firefox or, or Chrome or something like that, I guess, temporarily for that. Uh, okay. Um, all right, one more here. And thank you, Chaz, uh, Roberto, for that. Appreciate that. Uh, and thank you for the heads up on, on the, the Brave thing there with the Entropy D. Uh, Divine Insurgents with Fives says, do you keep uh, up with true news at all? Their headlines, anchor slash reporter just got censored from YouTube. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, they ha did they have a, um, yeah, they have a head, they had like a headlines, tier true news headlines channel specifically, I guess. I mean, their old one, their main one got axed a while back, I think, right? But yeah, I've been keeping up with some uh, of true news. They do some good things. Tuning just the other day, um, incidentally, uh, just checked so how they're streaming and stuff like that because it's always fun to see how they how they move for, forward. Uh, but yeah, they do some good stuff. Thank you, uh, Divine Insurgents. I appreciate that. That's very kind of you. Um, okay, well, 
I think we're good to go. Uh, boys and girls, let's dive into some of the topics here. Um, and I'm wearing my headphones again today just to get uh, see that everything's okay. It's just when you're using an in-ear monitor, in-ear monitor, you just you don't get as good kind of scope on on the audio. Doesn't at least for me. Some people might be more comfortable with it, but it's nothing nothing like headphones to get a good <laughs> good idea of where the audio is. Uh, okay. So let's uh, let's go over to where are we here? Check out this one. Creepy Joe Biden teams up with Lady Gaga to stop sexual assault. Now this sounds, of course, very. Uh, th- this is of course the not only the right man for the for the job, but even the right woman, considering like how sexualized <laughs> everything she's been doing, uh, her music and and her. Remember she was singing during the inauguration as well. It was we were watching that. It was oof. That was very cringe. Let me tell you. Um, Creepy Joe Biden teamed up with pop singer Lady Gaga on Wednesday to produce a public service announcement against sexual assault. Um, there's the quote there, but uh, why don't we just uh, listen to it, eh? Uh, to see uh, to see how that sounded like. See what uh, see what they're saying. I'm here with not only a great friend but a fierce advocate. Lady Gaga has been the voice for people who have been forgotten and people who have been abused. Until it happens to you, will it happen to her? And she's shown enormous courage. And we want to make it real clear. It's on us. It's on everyone to intervene, to stop abuse when they see it and when they hear about it, to intervene. It's no man has a right to raise a hand to a woman for any reason other than self-defense ever, period. And that's not to leave out the men as well. Well, That's true. I am a sexual assault survivor. And I know the effects, the aftermath, the trauma, psychological, physical, mental. It can be terrifying waking up every day feeling unsafe in your own body. Were you, uh, were, were you incidentally raped by one of your record producers maybe or something like that, one of your producers? But we're here to remind you that it's important to reach out to someone in your life that you can trust and to know that they will be there to help you. There will be someone to listen. Because you know what? It's on us. Oh, God. Why does she just sound like a robot? Like it's it's... It's just, I, I mean, I, I, I'm not, <laughs> I don't want to just like, she's Illuminati, Illumina, Illuminati mind control. But the, I mean, just check out like the timber and the cadence and the way she gets started here and the how she looks. Self-defense ever, period. And that's not to leave out the men as well. That's true. I am a sexual assault survivor. And I know the effects, the aftermath, the trauma, psychological. I mean, it's, yeah, okay. It's so... And you're beyond the sniffing part and sniffing Joe and do they have a here's a compilation there so let's just remind people on here here we go. Are you bored yet? You say goodbye. No man has a right to touch a, a what's it a, a woman right or anybody I think he said right. Um, well that's what you've been jo- doing Joe for like a few decades now. At least. All right guys. Remember, no dates or boys to get thirty years old. <laughs> That's time to wrap it up, Jacob. I got four granddaughters, beautiful granddaughters like you guys. And guess what? The granddaughter guys look at the family and they said, anything this time around, you don't want to do. And my oldest is like, I want to get away now. You scared, poor girl. Okay. Watch out, that guy following you. My kids. The problem is, you know, Touch. you guys, you got a hard job. Holy shit, Joe. Dad's gonna stand pretty close. 
Okay, here we go. Like now, he's, uh, I think this is one he's pinching the nipple of the girl. Um, it's like every kid that's in front of him, he has to touch them. He has to grab them, sniff them, hold them, kiss them. Look at this. Do you remember that? No, not smile. No date till you're 30. What's with that? No date till you're 30? Is that because like he wa he wants them to himself? Is that what? Come on, you make me look better. Oh jeez. Thank you. Thank you. She's literally being sexually abused right there. She's being vi oh shit. She's being violated on every level. Right there. All right. Well, nice to see you guys over here. Nice to touch you guys. All right. As you can guess, that's that's just a, a two minute or four minutes that just goes on and on and on. So is he the right person to do this? Uh, absolutely not. But just as the packaging immediately, the media is just like fawning over this guy, and it's just he's the greatest guy ever. The the Hollywood elite, the musicians are there. It's just, it's so cringe, so predictable, right? Uh, so the same thing, of course, happened with this uh, kids in cages stuff. We've we, we've talked about that. Uh, did I pull in? Let me just see here real quick. Did I pull in all the... Uh, no, I didn't. Okay, never mind. That's fine. That's fine. <clears throat> I'm just checking if I had some of the text layers uh, ready or done, but I did not. That's fine. We'll do that the next time. Um, yeah, so ki the kids in cages... Uh, lie, of course, whatever. It was just completely hyped during Trump uh, because it was uh, it was uh, politically uh, conducive, expedient to use that against Trump. I said it was him who did that. Uh, like all of a sudden, America woke up to this idea that, uh, you know, the president is pushing, push, <laughs> putting kids in cages uh, for no reason whatsoever, just because he's a he's a, a sadomasochist. He just likes to to hurt people, right? Um so, uh, yeah, so here's one of the pictures, of course, Obama's uh, Department of Homeland Security secretary at that time, Jay Johnson. He was walking around at these facilities. And, of course, same thing there. It was these cages were there. Uh, all these kids were there, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, so this is what Joe said uh, regarding undoing this, this putting kids in cages uh, nonsense here. And uh, with the first action today, uh, we're going to work to undo the moral and national shame of the previous administration that literally, not figuratively, ripped children from the arms of their families, their mothers and fathers at the border, and with no plan, none whatsoever, to reunify the children who are still in custody and, uh, and their parents. The second action addresses the root causes of our migration to our southern border. And the third action, the third order I'm going to be signed, orders a full review of the previous administration's harmful and counterproductive immigration policies. Uh, Open the border. Across the board. Yeah. And, uh, All right, let me pause that. So, yeah, so this is a great moral uh, evil, of course, that was done and stuff like that. But, of course, he was the, the, vice, the vice president at the time uh, when this was set up and, and uh, uh, when this was implemented, right? Let me see if I have the, the classical clip from Joe talking about the immigration. We've played it many times, but always a good reminder for newcomers. Uh, of where this president stands, uh, this current, uh, the current regime, uh, what they're going to do. 
That's an older clip, so it should be down here in my uh, folder here. But uh, yeah, so that, you know, you guys know about that. It's like this, uh, the unrelenting stream of immigration, right? Undoing everything. Now, you might have hated Trump and, he, oh, he was a, a, a shill for Israel and, you know, all these kinds of things, whatever. Um, and, and of course, Biden, you know, is, there's no difference. Uh, there, there's literally no difference. I think it might even be uh, worse on the uh, uh, pro-Israeli front when it comes to, uh, to at least in terms of what's actually done, not just the symbolic stuff. We'll see. We'll see how that play. I, I could be proven wrong about that. We'll see. Uh, but in terms of the people he positioned in his uh, administration, uh, his, his cabinet, all this stuff, uh, you know, Secretary Blinken, for example, right back, right, just super pro-Israel. Uh, uh, you know, running the State Department now, which of course is kind of the arm of the f uh, foreign policy uh, bullshit, right? Uh, let me see if I can find that Joe Biden clip. Where is that? The old one. Yeah, maybe I'm losing that. I'll I'll see if I can pull it in later. You guys have seen it, of course. It's a classic one, right? Uh, it's just there. It is. Wait a minute. Is this the one? Yeah, there it is. Let me check. Yeah, here it is. Okay, okay. Here we go. Uh, we got it. Found it. Uh, check this out, though. Not only are Muslim communities, but African communities, Asian communities, Hispanic communities, and and the wave still continues. It's not going to stop, nor should we want it to stop. As a matter of fact, uh, um, it's one of the things I think we can be most proud of. So, uh, so there's a second thing in that black box, an unrelenting stream of immigration, nonstop non-stop folks like me who were caucasian of european descent for the first time in 2017 will be in an absolute minority in the united states of america absolute minority fewer than 50 percent of the people in america from then and on will be white european stock that's not a bad thing that's a that's a source of our strength yeah, so that's the foreign policy we're going to have, uh, or foreign policy, immigration policy, rather. Uh, foreign policy is going to be horrible, too. Uh, but the immigration policy under Biden, of course. And again, as I said, you might have hated Trump, and he's a, the Trump is a doofus, and he just runs around and do Israel's bidding and, and stuff like that. But but the reality is he, he held back on a lot of the immigration. It was lower, historically, low during you know his presidency. Uh, and he did, I think, um, not ideal and perfect, obviously, <laughs> uh, but he did a lot better than what we're going to see right now. You, you'll, you'll see. Uh, you'll see. But yeah, so here's uh, InfoWars covered this too. What happened to kids in cages? CNN refers to immigrant detention centers as overflow facility now. So it's all about just changing the narrative in the media and uh, the way that you treat it. Uh, again, I think, uh, what, 70 to 80 million people probably are, are just, they they don't buy this. They're more or less aware of this. I I think they'll never be able to return and regain their credibility in the media. I even saw someone in chat, forget who said it, but I think it was uh, from DLA before we started. Uh, and I don't doubt it. I haven't checked into it myself, but he said something like CNN ratings down 44% was the chat. Uh, I, I don't I don't doubt that at all. Now when there's no Trump, I mean, they still talk about Trump. It's, you know, the impeachment thing is coming here. What is it? This Monday, we'll cover that a little bit. Um, so the, it, this will just continue and continue and continue. And with this Capitol riot thing, they have a whole new, and this is kind of the main thrust of, of the stuff they're going to get into, into today here. Uh, but yeah, here's uh, BBC, uh, CNN here. Biden administration prepares to open overflow facility for migrant children. This is from February 3rd today, right? The rosy depiction of the descent, descent, sorry, 
The rosy depiction of the detention facilities amid yet another illegal immigrant surge is at odds with the media's portrayal of the exact same measures taken by Trump yet during his uh, tenure as he was constantly bombarded by disingenuous claims that he was throwing kids in cages, right? Um, Yeah, when is this from? May 27th, 2018. The U.S. government is holding migrant children in cages like they're animals, just as 45 describes them. This is horrific. This is inhumane. This cannot stand. This is America. Outrage, right? Outrage. Um, yeah, so the, uh, the uh, impeachment thing here, the circus, of course, is going to continue, right? Um, they're going to try to impeach a president who's not a sitting president, which, uh, which I, you can't do as far as I understand it. People have talked about the, the Constitution doesn't like really... Like you can't do, he has to be in office for you to kick him out. Now they want to try to prevent him from ever running again. And then this is going to escalate. It's going to be anybody who ever supported him cannot run. Anybody who voted for him or donated to him will ne- should never hold political office again. They're all violent extremists. We'll check some of the MSNBC coverage here just uh, a little bit. And I mean, it's it's they're they're insane. These people are truly insane people and and this is never going to stop right and the additional layer to that as the title of the show implies this is going to now be in like enforced it's going to be illegal to disagree with the one version of reality that they want to try to impose and and if you want to know what that version is it's what's in the mainstream media uh now it's just it's keep in mind at this point it's just the media talking it's this is not in law this is not the law this is not all these things but the media still influences the the, the majority of like you know the, the the legal i mean when i saw that uh, a lot of like police investigations and stuff like that references uh, articles written by journalists in mainstream pa- papers i got like it was a t- it was a terrifying moment for me because it was like don't they do their own investigation? And then he's like, no, they use newspaper clippings to build a profile on somebody. <laughs> it's like, that's, that's horrifying because we know how much they lie and how they make it up, especially now when this new, you know, the QAnon, the MAGA crowd, all the, you know, right-wingers, Trump, Trumpers and stuff like that, they want this de-Trumpification process. And again, it's not a not a justification of any of these movements to say that I'm a supporter of all of this or whatever. It's just to, it's just to illustrate to you that like they're going for them now like they're going for them now and if they can if they can get uh if they can get an enforcement of what they want to achieve here uh everybody will be in their sights basically so that's why it's important to 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 push back against this insanity but yeah so anyway uh trump's responsible for capital riot unmistakable house democrats say in impeach impeachment brief i actually haven't checked the clip yet i guess we can check that there was some issues with the lawyers of course uh two of them jumped ship uh, then there was two new ones that jumped in, etc. Uh, but they're basically trying to argue that uh, you know he was uh, he was inciting violence by saying let's go to the Capitol, and then the the media had cut, of course, right after where where Trump had said to 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 peacefully pro or cheer to to cheer on the politicians who are going to present evidence for the fraud, basically, right, or or the election fraud, basically. So they've cut, as they always do, they cut together a version of reality which didn't really happen. But if you snip out the right things and take things out of context and just kind of steamroll over. This is the reason why they banned him from uh, from Twitter and Facebook and stuff, like literally on that day, right? We've covered no, none of this. That's why I'm kind of going back to this some, uh, a little bit. Uh, on the day of January 6th, of course, they uh, removed his video where he basically said, uh, you don't do this, uh, go home, this needs to be peaceful and stuff. And they just pretended that he didn't say that. Uh, so I don't think they'll get far, but you never know because the media is, is, is completely insane, right? 
Um, yeah, so another one we could play here real quick is uh, ABC reporter question if Trump if, if Trump having legal defense could incite violence. In other words, if he's able to defend himself legally, that's going to be a problem. So uh, let's listen to this here. I can ask a question on impeachment. The, the impeachment managers have now laid out their case. Uh, Trump's team is leaving open the door, it seems, to arguing election fraud in the trial, to, to, to repeating the false claims that somehow Trump won the election, those same false claims that fueled the riot. Is this administration concerned that the former president's defense could incite further violence? Well, certainly watching uh, reactions in the country, watching the potential for violence is something that we will do closely uh, from uh, the White House. Um, across the country, no matter what prompts it. Uh, and that's something we will uh, certainly keep an eye on. Um, but, um, you know, I think in this case, as you know, uh, there have been dozens and dozens of court cases that have been debunked. Uh, the president of the United States is sitting in the Oval. And of course, they never got to an opportunity to present any of this evidence. And I mean, this is over now, so it doesn't like it doesn't matter. They're just steamrolling onward. But the but the dishonesty it have just been I mean, incredible to watch. Uh, just the obfuscation, the the, the misconstrue, misconstruing like what actually happened and the evidence, and it just keep. Oh, you, there is no evidence. So it's like, well, you're not letting it be presented. Well, there isn't any. So why, why should we do that? Uh, this well, office um, engaging and governing the country, and uh, obviously uh, we have moved forward even more than we were prior to the inauguration in uh, proceeding uh, in delivering on what the American people decided on in November. Oh, my God. All right, so let's take a look at some of the, the mainstream coverage <clears throat> of the Capitol riots here. Let me go back here. There we go. Uh, just so you can get a little bit of an idea of uh, if you haven't watched any of the mainstream media coverage and stuff and the profiling that they're trying to do. And so basically, to, to distill this and what I've learned watching mainstream media, it's basically like uh, the, the there's been a... Uh, there's been a, a, a pipeline of conspiracy theorists that have been funneled into basically white supremacy. So whether it's the MAGA movement, person who voted for Trump, a Q uh, person um, who, you know, support Q, believe in Q, whatever, like insert whatever you want there. And again, it's not about the legitimacy of those items or, or, or those groups or the, the, the things that's associated with like Q and, or the MAGA movement. It's just that, that that's irrelevant. It's just, this is how they jumble and, 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 you know, kind of bulk press everything together to, to come out at the end with a large swath of the American people, and even internationally they've tied this now, uh, who, who basically they need to be controlled, curtailed, they need to be re-educated, they need to be, um, you know, you saw a lot of these videos after, you know, after the, the election, or the selection, uh, like, what do we do with the 70 million, right? What, what, what can we put them in camps? What, what do, how do we re-educate them? How do we de-Trumpification, uh, de which of course harkens back to what happened after the Second World War uh, in Germany, which they call the denazification. They're drawing these parallels and they're basically thinking that the same thing should be done here. That all these people are Nazi white supremacists, uh, no matter how based... MAGA they are, and, and, you know, obviously not to those things. That's irrelevant. That's not the narrative being run here, right? So check out this one. This is from ABC News. Uh, a closer look at the Americans who stormed the Capitol. Uh, again, the psychological profiling at the end of this here, there's a guy who used to be a swimmer, 
uh, Olympic uh, gold medalist, I believe, from from the US. Um, who like he's you know, anyway, we'll, we'll we'll just check it out. We'll just listen. I'm not sure if we'll watch the whole thing is nine minutes, but at least the beginning is just extraordinary. So here we go. Twenty-seven days ago, at the symbol of democracy itself. A violent siege playing out for the world to see. Now, nearly a month after the deadly insurrection, a clearer picture of those who were part of the mob and where they came from emerging. We're talking about law enforcement or ex-law enforcement. We're talking about military or ex-military. We're talking about people who are actually elected officials. The FBI has identified... Yeah, so the, we'll talk later about uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Uh, again, irrelevant what you think of her or if you're a supporter or a hater or whatever, but the treatment of her and the way that they're tying this in has it's just been amazing to watch. Absolutely incredible. The, this is a woman who's, she's, she's, of, of, she's a representative. She literally has gotten elected by the people and they're trying to oust her because she has the wrong, in their view, their wrong opinions. And of course, the opinions that they do regurgitate in the media is, as far as I've been able to tell, not even true. They're like some overlaps and they've, they've been able to pick a couple of pieces, but that just, again, formed this profile of this woman, which is just insane. They're basically saying she's calling for uh, for people to be like beheaded and shot and killed. <laughs> it's just like, the, the, it's insane. But the narrative is, this is could be your neighbor. It could be the the police officer that uh, that that you you know you, you encounter in the street. Anybody can be one of these people, one of the insurrectionists, right? I mean, the full, full-on paranoia has now turned in on itself in the American political system or in, in civil in civil society. Like, the, the, it's going to start eating itself now. There is no real, no matter what they try to pull with the Russian, uh, the Russian gay op, right? Scum, Russian scum. Remember Keith Olbermann? Uh, they tried, they tried to push that, and it didn't really work. It hasn't become that, like you know external enemy that America needs to like unite again and like, you know, be, be, you know, the home base be, be, be united on one front and then we have to fight this enemy. It's now beginning to turn on itself, right? It's the Ouroboros eating itself. It's going to consume itself. Um, anyway, let me, I'm, I'm babbling too much. Let, let's continue this clipper. Identified approximately 400 suspects in the breach of the Capitol and arrested nearly 150 individuals to date. According to an NPR analysis, of those charged, nearly one in five reportedly had a military background. Among yeah, them, so Ryan Nichols. There's white supremacists in the military, right? Haven't we heard this now? There's white supremacists everywhere. There's people, and, and what they mean is someone who's not just like aligned, aligned with the just extreme, just insane liberalism that we've seen pushed, right? Anybody who's a dissenter, anybody who don't don't believe in that, anybody who don't not only believe in that, but just like. You must celebrate this. You must be 100% on our same page when it comes to everything that we dictate to you in reality, what we tell you reality is. And if you deviate from that, if you're dissenting from that, if you have a different opinion, if you have a different view, you are the enemy. You are the enemy. It's the whole terrorist narrative has now turned on itself inward. You know, people used to talk about white ISIS, and you know, this is like back in you know, 2004 or five, something like that. And that's now become true. It's like this is it's these people are terrorists. We have to deal with these people. Uh, and of course, this is what's going to uh, divide, truly divide uh, America to a point where it cannot heal again, I believe. And it's going to be largely instigated by the media because they just cannot leave it alone. If they if they weren't picking on this, const constantly picking up this, which are to impeach Trump again and kind of let it go, 
I think some of this would kind of wane and go away a little bit. But due to the fact that they just cannot drop it, they they will not drop it. it it's just going to get worse and worse, right? And at the end, of course, that we know that that's what they that's what they want, right? They they want this. They want chaos because in the chaos, you create the chaos. You can come in and you can offer the restoring order again. You can come in and you can say, well, this this doesn't work anymore. Now we have to have. There's even one guy later. We'll listen to the MSNBC, MSNBC clips. He sees this as the as the reconstruction era of the South. That all these people that were like have been MAGA people or whatever, Trump supporters voted for Trump. They are like they are the South now, all of them, and and we need the same thing that was enforced. That needs to be done. Reconstructionism, uh, he calls it. But we'll get to that. Seen here at the riot. The former Marine once made national headlines for rescuing dogs trapped in North Carolina when Hurricane Florence battered the state in 2018. My God, what an evil, evil man, right? So they could be even these nice, uh, nice, friendly, uh, a friendly neighbor who saves your dog in a flood. Two volunteers would get them out, opening the gate. Those dogs rescued. Federal prosecutors say Nichols and his friend Alex Harkrider stormed the Capitol on January 6th. According to the FBI, Nichols can be seen on video yelling, if you have a weapon, you need to get your weapon. And also, this is the second revolution right here, folks. This is not a peaceful protest. <laughs> now, now there's a lot I can say about, like, you know, so were there, you know, people there that were, you know, from far left groups and to make them look bad and stuff? Absolutely. I mean, that's been exposed to those people who saw this. They've uh, reported on this. They've heard that. They've it's been on video and stuff. Let's let's make these people look bad and all that stuff. The MAGA hats backwards and Antifa talked about there was, you know, rumors already before about this. But I, I think what I can say about it is if if the intention was to truly hurt politicians or truly do a coup or something like that, you would have seen a very different thing. And, and frankly, I think a lot of the people who thought that this was a, it was a selfie op. This was fun, I think, to a lot of people. This was fun to them. They were, sure, were they angry? Absolutely, and all that stuff, right? Uh, it depends on how you ask. It depends on who, you know, who opened the door, who let them in on one end, and then on one side they pushed, on one end of the other capital they were let in. It's, it's all these conflicting things. But in this chaos, the media can cherry pick a couple of people show a couple of scenes, a couple of clips, and just piece together this image. And this is what they did after Charlottesville too, right? And create this image of what it is that, and people on the outside, they have no idea, right? They have no idea um, what really happened, but they're, they're, they're getting fed by mainstream media who's dishonest and, and, and giving you just one version of what happened and, and, a, and a piece together, a puzzle, a puzzle that they've laid and, and, and constructed, right? Uh, but again, one thing I, I gotta say about it, and then we'll continue is obviously this was incredibly uh, dumb. I mean, and it doesn't mean, is it justified to those who believe that, you know, this was the, um, uh, the election was stolen, etc. Is Is that understandable? Yeah, of course, it's understandable that a lot of people are angry and stuff like that. But I remember seeing some clips where they walked in and someone said like, what do we do now? Or something like that. And, 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 Several people were like, I don't know. And, you know, they were like starting taking selfies and stuff. Like, I don't think you, if you did that, I, I, you clearly don't know what you're dealing with here. You, you don't understand the revenge that's going to be becoming here as a consequence of this, right? You do, you do not just walk into these 
this this temple right of of these people of this political class. It's not it's not as I'm taking to the Americans out there now. It's not your it's not your house. The capital is not yours. It's theirs. Uh, what actually happened the day is that the people showed up, and if the politicians uh, were right with the people, they wouldn't run and hide. They would welcome them and say hello to them and and be glad to see them. But that's not what happened. What happened was a completely different thing. That shows how 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 deep the divide is between the political class and the actual people out there who wanted to have their voice heard, who wanted to make sure that 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 their uh, you know concerns were were uh, yeah were heard basically, right? So a lot of a lot of dumb decisions, a lot of dumb people did a lot of dumb things. Some people were just probably roped up in the moment. It was fun to them, and 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 again, the small cherry picking you can do of someone who said like this is a revolution or this won't be or even like when trump said let's march to the capitol and then you hear these clear sounded to me i said it's a clear plants that said like yeah let's storm the capitol you heard way back the media play these kinds of clips uh while other people who were actually helping like they were they were preventing people from you know busting up windows and they were trying to drag people i mean there was a schism internally i'm saying in the whole group that wasn't unified like yep all these MAGA people went there to do violence there was intentional and they wanted to break into the Capitol and murder politicians, right? That's not like that's not what happened. That's not what it was. Um, but I think they they don't understand like what you're dealing with here. These people, the what the 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 establishment, how they view something like this, and 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 the retribution that will come in the wake of something like this. And we'll, we're we're going to be, be be seeing a little bit of this. That's my point of 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 where this is going to go. But but they're they're going to bind their time. This is going to be long term. It's not going to be over tomorrow. This is the long, uh, you know, slow uh, bureaucratic arm of the law that's going to just steamroll over over this whole movement and these people. Both men are under arrest and in jail. Among the charges, conspiracy, unlawful entry, and assaulting a federal officer. Larry Randall Brock Jr. is also a veteran. The former Air Force officer seen here on the Senate floor in a military-style helmet and tactical vest, holding plastic zip-tie handcuffs. Brock is charged with entering a restricted area and disorderly conduct. He was released to home confinement pending trial. We have a number of people that have military background, ex-military veterans. We see some people who are actively involved in right-wing groups, militia groups, groups like the Oath Keepers, and the Proud Boys and the Three Percenters. According to the Department of Justice, the Oath Keepers actively recruit current and former military members. Last week, a grand jury indicted three rioters affiliated with the Oath Keepers, charging them with conspiracy, destruction of government property, and entering a restricted building or grounds. I think the message the Department of Justice is sending is, no matter who you are, your political affiliation or where you are, if there are evidence that a crime occurred, they're going to prosecute you, and they're bringing on the full force of the DOJ. Also among the 150 arrested, three elected officials. What we've seen since January 6th that's really concerning is people being charged who have taken an oath to protect and serve the public. So this is where this is where they're going to spin it so that none none who disagree that they're basically trying to ensure that there will never be a person ever elected again who has the wrong opinions who could ever do something which led to like what we've saw under under Trump basically they need to have complete and utter full control of everybody that enters into the political and, and that's largely been up to this point the the you know 
the case, right? I mean, the scum rise to the surface. You, you got to be part of the club to be, you know, continue to be elected and stuff like that. But apparently, uh, I guess before they didn't have enough uh, voter fraud in action and going, it could still be that some of these people kind of slipped through the cracks, which I think is happening with uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, for example, right? There's others, I forget uh, the other woman's name, uh, again, that have been elected by the people in these states. They're literally representatives of the people and the media saying, no, like you, you cannot be here. You cannot be involved in politics because you have the wrong opinions, right? So are some of these people cringy or some of them do, 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 do dumb things or say, yeah, yeah, sure, absolutely, of course. But holy shit, look at the speck in your eye, look, talking about these, the corruption of all these other people, the, the murder that they are, are behind when it comes to like starting wars and shit, like the lies that these people have created uh, on the opposite side, this, this elite and the establishment that they're trying to force out, you know, people who are conservatives basically right now. I mean, it's insane. They're trying to pretend that they, they never did anything wrong. They're holy, holier than thou. And they will, you know, it's only these people who offer up opposition to our view. That's the big problem, right? All right. Great day for America. Coy Griffin is an elected county commissioner from New Mexico, who's also the founder of a group called Cowboys for Trump. Let us pray. In this video, apparently posted to the group's now shuttered Facebook page, Griffin and again, leading a let me group. Pause. And again, you might laugh at the, you know, and, and it is, it's, it's, it's kind of fun in, in a way, right? And, and some of them are even like LARPing a little bit. It's, it's funny that there's these overlaps to like, you know, kind of what we saw in Charlottesville too, right? There's some people that show up that obviously like, you know, they just unfolded their, uh, their Amazon basics uh, swastika flag right out of the package, right? And, and hung it up and walked around and then, you know, take pictures. And then that whenever see or hear from that guy again, he wasn't docs, he wasn't like hung out in the media. So there, there was those elements that happened. And then you had these other elements where you had people LARPing, basic, and this was like the MAGA movements, you know, LARPing thing. It doesn't mean that everyone who would, who's there is, is, you know, a bad person or, or, you know, aren't decent or whatever. And I think the majority of them probably were, but you had a couple of LARP actors, you had some bad actors, some disingenuous actors, and all this kind of just jumbles together. And in the chaos, you can just pull out the right things from the media perspective and just present this image and people will be like, oh, oh, that's what happened. Oh, I see. Um, you know, kind of thing. So, so I think regardless what you individually think of the, some of these people that, that are circling out or like, honing, you know, pulling out of this now, just know that they're doing this so that they cr can create an environment and a legal president to go after everybody that you don't, that, 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 they, that they don't like. A anybody who, who they consider to be a political enemy or someone who they believe can offer up uh, a resistance doesn't mean that they actually can't or never would. If they just suspect that you might not be 100% on their page, they want to be able to ensure that you can never run for politics again, right? Uh, they're trying to turn, in the name of democracy, they're trying to turn this system into the most undemocratic system that you've ever seen. In prayer on the steps of the Capitol. And this video, posted the next day, appears to be stoking flames further. You want to say that that was a a mob you want to say that was a violence well, we could have a second amendment rally then it's going to be a sad day because there's going to be blood running out of that building but at the end of the day you mark my word we will plant our flag on the desk of nancy pelosi and chuck Schumer. so there was like you know uh two seconds here five seconds there and then 10 seconds there i'm sure i'm sure there wasn't a whole you know uh presentation that he had there about that you know again I mean, but again that's why you can't you can't say stuff like that because it'll be used against you and then that's why you know it's it's not very like you don't you don't know who you're dealing with here that that's that's my point 
this, they shouldn't have said stuff like this, obviously. But that doesn't mean that they were like, again, it's just super violent and that they, no, it just, I don't know. It's just so frustrating watching this because you just see Charlottesville all over again for the MAGA movement, basically. The events of January 6th were disturbing, I think, to a lot of Americans and as well as us here in Otero County. Paul Sanchez is a New Mexico Republican heading up a committee to oust Griffin from office. An yeah. ongoing effort citing multiple incendiary comments during Griffin's time in office. So you're telling me that people on the opposite side of this polit political spectrum have never called for violence? They never done things which could be incriminating and used against them. It has, and he does all the time, but it's never, never singled out like this by the media. It's just pretending that it's not happening. Again, Joe Biden, the sitting president, can sit and talk how it's going to be good to replace an entire ethnic group in America without anybody batting an eyelid. No, nothing is being said about that. Replacing an entire ethnic group is a good thing, and it's, a, it's the source of our strength. We can make sure that white people are going to become a minority, and they're going to have no, no power in this, in this country ever again. Oh, that, that's fine. That's fine. <clears throat> can you imagine if the, the ethnic groups were reversed, and it was a white politician sitting, talking about another. I mean, Joe Biden is white, but I'm saying he's on, he's on their side. He's an anti-white establishment puppet, right? Uh, talking about how... Never again, uh, you know, we're going to have, uh, uh, you know, Indians or Native Americans be, put, you know, have any kind of, uh, you know, power again in this. We're going to we're going to make sure that that whole ethnic group don't even exist in this country anymore or, or pick any 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 other ethnic group. Like are they, we're going to try to make sure that the Indians don't. have any, It would be outrage. It'd be uh, fanaticism in the wake of that. Right. Um, ah, anyway, let's let's keep uh, watching. They get to the swimmer here a little bit later too. the other guy. But again, it's like. You have to understand why these people were angry, and they're trying to pretend that their anger was not justified, right? And they've not heard them. They've just covered up. They've never looked at the evidence. They pretend it doesn't exist. And, of course, these people are going to get angry. And that's what they wanted. They wanted them to get angry and do, do dumb moves so that they can use it in this gay op against them. It's, it's clear. It's very clear. It's, it's brilliant. I mean, it's, it's, always, it's always a setup when you get these, when you get these kinds of mass, uh, uh, mass demonstrations and stuff like that, right? already known that there have been issues with Commissioner Griffin, so unfortunately that seemed like uh, an extension of or a progression of what he'd been doing for a very long time. If we have our name being in the news, we want it for good things. And uh, with Commissioner Griffin up there and specifically stating that, you know, he's an Otero County Commissioner in some of those videos, that puts us in a very concerning light. And uh, it, it gave us concern as to uh, what he was doing in that situation. Griffin has been charged with a misdemeanor for entering a restricted area. He has not entered a plea and has been denied bond by a judge. Anything to get our back. Griffin's lawyer argued in court that he is not a crazy person, but that he made unfortunate statements. Let me pause again. I, I just can't. I, I just have to comment on this here. Again, like. He said anything to get our country back, right? You can have, uh, you know, people, the Democrats or whatever on the other side, the far left uh, group, <clears throat> kind of advocating for like, you know, all of a sudden they're the patriots they're looking after for, you know, they're trying to undermine it. These are insurrectionists and stuff like many of these people in these political movements have been done nothing but trying to undermine America for decades. They hate America. They want to see it destroyed. And that's why, you know, they're bringing in some of these policies. That's why they're open borders. That's why they want to overwhelm the economic system, Cliven, uh, was it uh, Clive Piven? What was the the, strategy, the economic strategy, right, to overload the system and stuff like that? 
They've been trying to undermine America for years. But now when they've started gaining more and more control, they're the ones carrying the banner of America now. When in this is the America we want now. So now we are the patriots. We're going to ensure that these people can never undermine our democracy ever again. While people on this side of the fence see it like we're losing this country. It's, it's being devoured. It's being uh, uh, consumed by corruption uh, and fraud, basically, right? But, but their voice is not legitimate. They, they can't have it heard. They have no reason to be angry. Uh, As the investigation continues, the trauma among yeah, some... Yeah, Clowen Piven, I think it was. Yeah, thank you, uh, Generation, Generation Jonestown. That's a good name. Members <laughs> of Congress still coming to light. On Instagram Monday, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez revealing that fearing for her life triggered a harrowing oh, response. Oh, check out this. Oh, I'm God. a survivor of sexual assault. Uh, and I haven't told many people that in my life. Um, <laughs> but when we go through trauma, yeah. <clears throat> trauma compounds on each other. President Trump is charged with inciting the insurrection. These videos of his January 6th rally introduced today as evidence in the Senate impeachment trial. Even as he faces See, so, the Senate. You hear that stuff like that, that they, how they can just single, invade the Capitol. Like that could have been anybody. And even if it was some old boomer that actually wasn't like part of some operation or whatever. Okay, well, what are you, you going to do about it? <laughs> it's just like... I don't know. It's just after after having just a a a summer of of rage going. When was uh, George Floyd? Was that February twenty twenty? When was it? When was George Floyd again? Am I wrong? Was that was that May May maybe? I, anyway, I forget. I don't think it was July. I think it was it was earlier, right? But it was like for for six months. It was truly like an insurrection. Truly like a. Burning down cities, destroy, you know, defund the police, crush institutions, create chaos on the street, mark open Marxist groups just talking about like killing cops and and actually murdering people, burning people alive in buildings. There's like I don't know, something like tw well, low end twenty people, and the high end I think I've seen something like forty to fifty people that were uh, killed during uh, all these uh, protests around summer. Um, yeah, for was it May? Yeah, May. Russell Spare. From May all the way to um, um, well, it's just kind of, it's it's never really stopped, <laughs> frankly. It, it just goes in waves, kind of thing, right? Um, but it's just let's not talk about that. Let's not pretend that that's happening. That's fine. Uh, you know that that's that's justified anger, and and of course their right to protest is is completely legitimate. Uh, but when these mega boomers show up and are angry because they feel that the election has been stolen, uh, we should not listen to that. In fact, we should we should. Uh, we should not. We should. We should censor them and ban them because that will ensure that you know we don't create individuals who feel that they have nothing left to lose, uh, who, who are you know ends up in a, in a in a desperate state where they feel that they're losing their country. Right? Again, if they were truly interested in uniting the country, of mending these wounds or or, or healing these wounds rather, rather uh, making sure that things were going in a more positive direction, they would hear these people out. They would have no problem. Uh, looking closer at the election and all that stuff. But again, because of everything that happened Jan January 6th, the, the evidence were never even heard. It was like a perfect uh, a perfect gay op, uh, the way that they kind of tied this together. Uh, all right, a little bit more of this clip here, and then we'll uh, move on. Senate trial next week, some in the GOP rallying behind the former president. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy traveled to Mar-a-Lago, posing for a photo. 
and few Republicans in the House have forcefully denounced the we'll extremist views of Georgia Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene. Again, you might not like her or whatever, but the lies about her in the media is just, it's, it's astonishing what, what the profiles that they're able to, able to build on these people in the media. It's incredible. Even after Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell issued a blistering statement saying, loony lies and conspiracy theories are cancer for the Republican Party and our country. Good old uh, Beijing, Beijing Mitch too, right? Isn't that, is that what it is? Is marriage some Chinese? It's the conspiracy theories say some who took part in the attack that drew them into the chaos at the Capitol. Cleet Keller has done it so far, Dara. Cleet Keller, a three-time Olympic swimmer. Cleet, that's right. Here's Cleet Keller. We can say, they get to the swimmer guy and basically they're, they're interviewing like the, the uh, his, his teach, uh, his uh, trainer. It was an Olympic gold medalist, and it was like, well, he was feeling depressed after all. They're basically kind of trying to save. They don't like that a high-profile person shows up because then people are like, wait a minute, why did this guy show up? So they're kind of spinning in his tennis and say, well, you know, he he didn't know what to do after he won all those gold medals, and he became depressed, and you know, he was on some medication, and then he hadn't taken the medication, and he was homeless for a while, and so you know, the poor guy just ended up in the wrong place at the right time, in the wrong time. Uh, so it's not his fault. That's basically how they try to save that. Uh, but again, for you guys who did not see it, <clears throat> here's a little bit of a classic, a little, uh, short supercut here, a couple of clips uh, regarding what the people who are pushing uh, the insurrection uh, lingo, what they're really thinking about when they're talking about uh, the, the incitement, right? The, uh, the inc inciting what exactly? I got this. Who uh, are going to sit and listen to the Senate impeachment trial of the former president of the United States who has been impeached for inciting the erection, uh, inciting the mm. insurrection? I don't stand for anything. I don't care about anything except my own personal ambition. Uh, and if I have to embrace someone who just incited an, erection, an insurrection <laughs> against <laughs> the Capitol uh, that resulted in multiple deaths, then I will do it. There will be a trial, and when that trial ends, senators will have to decide if they believe Donald John, Donald John Trump incited the erection, insurrection. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny. All right. <clears throat> I can never beat that. <clears throat> What's on these people's minds, eh? Jeez, uh, oh, I wonder why they're, they're uh, talking about it in that, in that kind of language, right? inciting the erection i'm sure they're all hard about uh what they're able to uh, piece together here and how, how this what this op political opportunity represents to these people i'm not saying that they it's not literal because it probably is uh considering what they're doing on their uh their, their free time their time off <clears throat> allegedly right uh they'll uh, they'll sue me for that all right so let, let's look at some of the coverage here msnbc i want to play a few minutes here of this one let's see the first clip here is just to show you kind of how the mainstream uh, have covered this and specifically, uh, you know, MSNBC. I'm going to play the first few minutes here of this one. This is from, uh, uh, I think it's called Deadline. Uh, is it Deadline White House or just Deadline? Deadline White House. Yeah, this is from a few days ago. Check out, uh, check out this here. ...and philosophical connections between Republican members of Congress and the militia groups currently under scrutiny for their role in the January 6th insurrection. From that New York Times reporting, <clears throat> quote, nearly 150 House Republicans supported President Trump's baseless claims that the election had been stolen from him. But Representative Paul Gosar and a handful of other Republican members of the House had deeper ties to extremist groups who pushed violent ideas and conspiracy theories and whose members were prominent among those who stormed the halls of Congress. 
So they're singling out, you know, Paul Gossar and whatever. They're singling out a few of these guys who basically are not going along with the agenda, basically questioning this or have, you know, a different take on that. One by one, they're singling these out and they're going to say they're inciting violence, they're crazy kooks, they're conspiracy theories. This is what's leading to all the problems we're seeing. We have to, we have to, we have to purge these people completely out of the political discourse. Uh, with this is going to be a huge problem. That's how they see it. Let me uh, go to Entropy uh, real quick here too. I saw a couple come in. And thank you for that, guys. I do appreciate it. EntropyStream.live forward slash Red Eyes TV. Since we cannot uh, accept donations on uh, DLive, we have been uh, uh, demonetized, if you will, right there. I missed uh, this one. Let me do this one from Horace Cock Johnson for five. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. He says, don't you love the terms such as, such as affiliated with, associated with, and linked to? Yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, this is how the youth, the, 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 the way that the, the, it's guilt by association, we know that. But even if you're not associated with it, they 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 just they just make it up. They just make it up, but it's legalese. It's the way that they spin the words and and, and for, you know create these profiles on people, and it just gets progressively worse and worse. We've seen this about you know Red Ice and about Lana and about me and you know some things we say, and it was obviously a joke is taken out of context, and then they take that literally, and then that is contributing to why they're a, they're a, a crazy uh, a right wing extremist and they're dangerous and and they're vi they're calling for, they're hateful, they're calling for violence, they're, like. Wait a minute, like we've never done any of this, but you know, we I've seen firsthand how this how this takes place and how it evolves and morphs. Uh it grows like a cancer in the mainstream media and and, and by these publications, who are clearly themselves motivated, uh politically motivated. This is not about objectivity or trying to understand the situation. It's just about eradication eradicating competition, right? Um Horace Scott Johnson continues to say terms are so vague, so vague they can spin any story without uh without eight. Uh, threat uh, of getting their asses sued. Yes, exactly. The term so vague that they can spin any story without a threat uh, of getting sued, uh, their asses sued. Uh, yes, the, it's uh, they do that so that they can defend themselves at the end if it come to if it comes to that. But then at the same time, it's it's enough. Um, they're inciting themselves. They're, they're of course inciting violence themselves by making these things up by say by calling people, you know, Nazis and white supremacists. Which kind of the larger society on, on, on overall is saying these are uh, these are the bad people, they're the enemies, and in fact they they deserve to be uh, punished for their views. Uh, they're saying basically these people are you can legitimately uh, uh, you know do violence against these people because they're bad people. You see, so even if it's true or not, that's not what it's about. It's about creating a, a situation where they threaten people, uh, scare them into submission to not oppose the regime. Uh, oppose the establishment, right? And anybody who's in it, who's a, who's a slight danger uh, to the establishment and their narrative is is now well have been targeted for a long time, but this is going to be ramping up even more. Thank you, horse. I appreciate that. But kind of be Brett for five says, uh, text it now. Uh, get me out of this nightmare for fuck's sake, uh, Texas. The, the the Texas exit. I, I assume you're referring to. Um, yeah, I mean Texas is is transforming quick. I know a lot of good people moving there, and there's still a, a a large group of people who are very you know freedom oriented and, and all that stuff. They have nothing to do with all this stuff, um, and I and I hope that they'll be able to do that. I mean, it would be the the ideal scenario. Uh, and all you'd you'd think also that the establishment would be like, okay, fine, we can't live with these people. Let's leave them alone. Let them separate. We'll have our thing over here. They can have their thing. But no, their very existence is predicating on making sure that people who they disagree with can cannot operate anywhere in the world, right? It's about that they, they want to purge these people from life itself. 
They want to ban you from life. That's what this is about. Thank you, Brett. I appreciate that. Uh, all right, let's continue here with the MSNBC. Uh, one more uh, came in here. B, uh, for three over on NBC. Thank you, sir, says Brave Brother Henrik. Any concerns about Red Ice, uh, about being classified as terrorism? Yeah, I think some already have, I would assume. Just talk, just talking uh, is, is terrorism now. Just disagreeing is basically terrorism. Uh, and he says, where do you see Red Ice going if that happens? Sending support. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, it's... You have to, at some level, you just have to appeal to... To, to to sanity and, and rationality. There's also just so much you can do to back down and, and, and to go away and, and then just run and scour and, and, and hide, right? Um, what was that? Uh, let me see if I can find that real quick. Let me go up on, sorry guys, let me go up on this one here instead. I wanted to, the reason I want to bring this up uh, is this was a clip uh, or a video I did. Let me see if I can find that real quick here. The, on the conspiracy uh, end of things. Let me see here. It's in the member section. <clears throat> Let me see here if I can find it. Uh, yeah, here it is. Conspiracy theories are terrorism. Uh, this is a reason why I did this video, right? This is uh, way back when. This is back in uh, August, August the 30th, tw uh, 2019. Check out this video. It's up on redicemembers.com. It's in the, uh, under the Red Ice TV uh, menu option right there, Red Ice TV. Most of my videos uh, are that, that I've done. Lana has her own little tab. I haven't done one for me yet because I do a little fewer, uh, you know, shorter videos like that. Uh, but check out that one. Conspiracy theories are terrorism. Uh, an internal FBI intelligence bulletin recently classified conspiracy theories as a new form of domestic terrorism. Why? How far could this go if people's beliefs are criminalized? And that's the essence of what we're talking about to that. That that's now, this has been in the, in the, in the works, in the plans for a long time. The Capital Six riots, whatever you want to call it, the, the, what the media is calling this in, insurrection uh, movement, is just them jumping on an opportunity on something that really ha already has been planned, right? So it's not that this just comes out of the blue and they're doing this. They've wanted to do this for a long time. And so therefore that's why they also run these gay ops when these scenarios happen, because they know this could be a great opportunity to take it in this direction, right? Let's do this. Let's do that. It might just be a handful of people. It might be more than that. I'm not saying that it was just a handful of people at the, uh, at the Capitol on January 6th that was, you know, in on it or whatever, or knew that they wanted to make the people who showed up there look bad. But criminalizing disagreements is where this is going. Um, violent enforcement, or at the end of the day, violent. I'm saying, I'm saying, if you don't submit and 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 obey, at the end of that, as the state holds the monopoly on violence, it will be a violent, therefore, enforcement of their version of reality. And you have to accept that. You have to accept that. But at some point, you also have to just put your foot down and say. You're not gonna. You're not gonna criminalize disagreeing. You can call it whatever you want. You can call it a conspiracy theory, but that doesn't legitimizing you silencing it or not letting people have it, holding that belief. You can say that it's inciting violence, but the, but these days that doesn't mean anything. Anything could incite violence. You disagreeing with anybody on every, any level could make something someone angry, which could cause them to go and do violence against somebody or lies. Isn't that what the media does all the time these days? misdirecting or do you think after blaming Saddam Hussein for 9-11 and the media going along with the charade and the bullshit which cost uh, 500,000 Iraqi kids to be murdered um, 
during the uh, during the invasion of Iraq by America. Do, do you think that was an incitement to violence by using rhetoric in the media to go along with all this? Of course, of course it was. But they'll never self-examine in this way. So you're telling me, me or us or someone who's on par with us or whatever, disagreeing with the establishment, having a different view, ultimately of reality itself, right? I mean, it's like, is there an objective reality? Yes. But you're always going to have subjective interpretation of that reality. It's a, it's a fundamental expression of being a human. How do I word this? It's not a right. There's no rights given to us. I think we, 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 we take those, right? We, we make sure that we can or can't do anything or someone steps in and stops us from doing something or not. But I'm saying technically in a society which, which, they, which the establishment tells us that we're living in, in a democratic society, an open society, and all, we know it's bullshit, but, but it, take, let's take them literally for what they say. There should be a fundamental right for you to disagree and to think differently. But that's what they're trying to ban and outlaw by saying, well, this is, this is an insurrectionist. This is crazy conspiracies and it's leading to violence. It's inciting violence. Okay, prove that. And they haven't done that yet. Well, look at what happened on January 6th. Well, that, that is a whole lot more going on there than just someone thinking differently. And how are you going to criminalize someone who wasn't even there, who didn't do anything, but they still hold the belief that the election was rigged? You're going to criminalize them. They haven't done anything. They didn't do any violence, but you're going to criminalize them for just having the belief. I mean, this is this it's it's complete insanity, and and it can't stand. It 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 cannot a system like that cannot survive. We're talking about what seventy to eighty million people in America who voted for Trump, and I would assume maybe not all of them believe that uh, the election was stolen. Maybe, but but I, I think a million tens of millions of them did. Probably, I mean, I, who knows how much it is, right? So at some point you just have to kind of, you just have to say, well, he will hear, but no further. You're, you're, you're legally telling me I can't disagree. Well, well, I, I'm going to disagree anyway. Or, I, I mean, I don't know. I, we'll have to see. We'll have to see what happens. But the system, I, I think the system is just going to continue to undermine itself if it continues to go in this direction. And, and its entire legitimacy, it's going to just crumble and collapse in on itself. Uh, utter chaos. And I think that people will be, it will be so obvious, it will make people so angry that you'll even have, you'll have more people coming to the side. I, st I think, I still think it's a, it's a small vocal minority that are pushing a lot of this, right? Uh, and they're taking great risks by basically attempting to outlaw people from having dissenting views, because uh, that's what that is. So I, I don't know if that answers your question, B, but... Uh, I guess we'll just we'll we'll have to see. You know, maybe we have to go somewhere else or whatever. I I, I really don't know yet. But I, I just there's nothing criminal we haven't done. But at the same time, they've already attempting to destroy red eyes by making sure we can't operate a business, right? Uh, by making sure we can't take payments online and things like that. We don't we can't have, we can't get a, a credit card processor because they're lying about us and, and saying that we're a hate group or we're we're inspiring uh, of inciting violence or whatever the the latest incarnation of the word says this has just gone more and more extreme over the last few uh, years really right uh we're not and and where is our where is our ability to to present our side of the story or what or, or tell people that are making these decisions upon us what we really believe or defend ourselves right this used to be a part this is why fundamental law and order is collapsing because 
part of the Magna Carta, which in part the American Constitution was was based on. If you go back to what is the 15, 1600s, I forget, Magna Carta in the UK, uh, in Britain. Part of that, one fundamental um, part of that was like your your right to face your accuser, right? Like your your right to be able to say to the face the person who's accusing and say, no, that's not right. Here's my side of the story. That's gone. All of those fundamental principles of things that led to things like the Constitution have collapsed a long time ago. We know it's anarcho-tyranny. I'm not trying to pretend that this is pretend like that. Oh, it just I did, this just dawned on me. I'm not saying that, but like these are the points that has to be reiterated so people understand where we're at at this moment in time. Uh, Mr. Noseberg over on EntropyStream dot live for slash Red TV for ten uh, just sends a, uh, a smiley face. Actually, a cool guy with the sun shades on. Thank you, sir. Always good to see you, Mr. Noseberg. Thank you for. Uh, Doing the great modding for us over both on DLive. Uh, I, I think I saw you over there too, but you're also on Trovo. Uh, thank you, Mr. Nosberg. I appreciate it. He's been uh, putting putting the uh, link to our Trovo account in the DLive chat as well. I appreciate that. Thank you so, so much. Hope you're doing well, Mr. Nosberg. Uh, and thank you for the support. Defective going for three says, welcome to Comrade Stalin's USA. Uh, Comrade Stalin's outward anti-Semitism, all forms of dissent against the state is a form of fascism, which needs to be destroyed. Stalin, uh, May 1935. Was that what he said? Let me read that in Comrade Stalin outlawed anti-Semitism. All forms of dissent against the state is a form of fascism which needs to be destroyed. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't, I, I do not, uh, I do not doubt he said that. So that's from 1935. That's basically where we are. I mean, it's, it's like they will just. Uh, I've been over it, but like anything, anything that they basically just disagree with is going to be is going to be outlawed. And I think in the process of them doing that, it's just it's not going to work, right? Zygote Bear for 30 over on Entrip Stream says, a few years ago, I looked at the world around me and looked at the news and nothing added up. I found you and a few other people who made sense of the disconnect uh, disconnect between what my eyes see uh, and the media. Yeah, the, the version of the media, what, the, what they present or, or the reality that they say we live in. Uh, all of those people are now exiled from mainstream social media platforms. I'm thankful for what you do. Thanks. Well, thank you, Zygote Bear. I appreciate that, and thank you for your support. Um, yes, because this system is threatened by people sitting uh, literally in, in a room with a mic <laughs> or a webcam. I, I don't have a webcam. I have another camera, but you you, you get what I'm saying. The, the, the billions of dollars of establishment have to silence the, the, the smallest of voices in comparison. I'm not saying it's insignificant or... or what we do doesn't matter. It does. I, I sincerely think it do. Uh, it does, together with many other people too that do this. But it's it's so insecure, so weak, so terrified of people pointing out the obvious contradictions within this version of reality that they're trying to convince us of that we're living in, that they're willing to to silence these people, uh, which is just incredible when you think of it. Right? That's why, like, they're going after podcasters. YouTubers, they had to destroy DLive. Uh, any way that you ensure that you can, you know, do these kinds of things full time is is things that they're going after. That's why it's so important you guys support us. We can continue if we if we can't, uh, you know, financially sustain ourselves on doing this and 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 keep the lights on. Uh, then we have to move on and do something else, right? And we don't want that. I, you know, none of us should want that. And, and that's why you should support all the alternative voices uh, if you can. Uh, they're out there and and fighting back against this because it's just going to get worse and worse, right? Uh, and the opposition is probably going to get harder and harder too, and you just have to kind of you know appeal to to sanity and rationality here. Uh, like just <laughs> stay your course, be calm, be cool about this stuff. Don't say dumb shit. Just be just be normal. 
They're like, it, it's, it's these people that are the extremists. They are the extremists. They have to. They are the ones overstepping their boundaries. We're just pointing out the contradictions. It's like we're we're, we're Zamistat in the in the Soviet Union now, and and you know it's we're not driven underground yet, but that seems to be where they want to want to where they want to take it. But ne never in history has a system like that ever survived. That political class have never survived, and there's always been a revolt against it, and that's why they're so terrified because they know that that a lot of these people are now revolting against it. Uh, thank you, Zagot Bear. I appreciate that. Defective Goyim for three says, what's a uh, what's Comrade Biden's next move? Invade Iran, more control of the internet, ban BitChute, Telegram, uh, question mark. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure that that's part of it. I, I, so the decentralization of the of the internet and a lot of these services is obviously where we put a lot of trust and, and hope as well. I, I, I hope that the technology can be rolled out in due time before they're successful in, in doing this. <clears throat> I'm sure that the gay ops against uh, places like BitChute will begin. Telegram, for example, Apple was sued recently because they didn't ban uh, Telegram, right? Uh, although illegal content and bad things happen on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook every day, they're not being hit the same way as smaller alternative platforms are, right? Like BitChute. Telegram is obviously a huge social media pl social platform. It's like 500 million users, I think is more now. Uh, so that's obviously huge. BitChute is growing too, though, incredibly. Uh, but yeah, so I have a little bit, um, moving a little bit slower than I thought here, uh, but that's fine. I have a little bit on Biden. You know, we talked about Biden's next move as well in the uh, in the Weekend Warrior show, so definitely check that out. Um, but the foreign policy thing, there's things some people I've spoken to who have, you know, people who know people in the military, they've told me on, in secondhand terms that there's like, movements of excuse me troops and things like that there's a ramping up of the iran thing again uh and, and again despite uh, how bad you think trump was on like the pro-israel stuff he didn't bring them any new he didn't start any new wars right that was one of the he dropped some bombs in syria yes but the the neocon faction was tremendously disappointed with trump uh about those things and that's why some of those people joined up against him and stuff like that and they wanted to get him out uh, Biden will just follow suit immediately, I think, of these things. So probably probably more war, more suppression of speech, um, targeting specific platforms that they see as a threat, right? And that's why it's important that all you guys, the viewers, the listeners and stuff like that, are willing to just kind of, you know, it's a, it's a game of whack-a-mole, really. You know, oh, now we're over here. Okay, everybody got to go over there. Then now we're over here. And that's kind of how you have to do it until we can have a truly decentralized uh and some people say blockchain-based internet. Uh, I have an article that's saved on my iPad, actually. I'll go through that one day, but they're talking about this. Even New York Times had an expose of this, the dangers of the how hate will thrive on a blockchain-based uh, uh, internet. And we know what that means. They're not talking about hate. They're talking about voices that they disagree with, right? That's what they call hate. Um, so that's what's, that's what's coming. So it's a little bit of a time crunch, a little bit of a window of opportunity, and we have to try to, you know, adopt those new technologies when they come so we can keep uh, voicing our uh, our opinions and keep criticizing uh, the establishment, right? Anyway, thank you, Defective Goyen. I appreciate that. Let me go back here. Was there more? Oh, yeah, there is a little bit more here, too. Let me go forward. So they have an interview here. The guy that we've talked to before, I guess we can keep, we can keep playing this a little bit, too. We have time. Um, let me see. Where are we at here time-wise? Okay, we're running a little bit behind here. 
Check out this FBI agent. We've talked about him a couple of times, the way that they spin this together. Let's just keep playing here, guys. In an effort to stop certification of President-elect Joe Biden's victory. And the Times names names and reports out on those connections. In addition to Congressman Gossar of Arizona, the Times describes GOP Congressman Andy Biggs, also of Arizona, the chairman of the Hard Right Freedom Caucus, as, quote, seen by leaders of the Stop the Steal movement as an inspiration and that he has spoken at events hosted by extremists, including one at which a founder of the Oath Keepers called for hanging Senator John McCain. The Times also details GOP Congresswoman Laura Boebert of Colorado's, quote, close. That's right. Boebert was the other woman I was thinking of. Mar uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene and Boebert are some of the two women that they're targeting just in the most nutty way connections to militia groups, including the so-called Three Percenters, an extremist offshoot of the gun rights movement that had at least one member who entered the Capitol on January 6th. And the Times also Oh, one. Well, that that settles it. That settles the score. Then the whole group is, is obviously needs to be dismantled and destroyed. Describes GOP Congressman Matt Gates's connections to the Proud Boys this way. Quote, Representative Matt Gates of Florida appeared last you mean, the, you mean the Fed boys, right? It wasn't the Enrico Tario. We talked about that. It was, uh, <clears throat> found out it was a Fed informant, right? <laughs> it's a big surprise. Whoops, there we go. Uh, so, so even like, even the, even the control opposition, I, I guess it kind of makes sense, but even the control opposition that they create, and I'm not saying everyone in, who's like, you know, as part of the Proud Boys is, is of course in on this or whatever, but the top leadership usually is, and then this is being used in the media, and then more people are funneled into movements like that and say, well, we have uh, we have our boys on the inside at the very top, so we'll keep tabs on them kind of thing, right? Uh, it makes sense that the media would use them for that reason and hammer them in that way because it's a group that they ultimately know that they, at least the upper echelon of it, they they, they have people on the inside, right? Year at an event also attended by members of the Proud Boys, another extremist organization whose role in the January 6th assault, like those of the Oath Keepers and Three Percenters, is being investigated by the FBI. The Times adds this In signaling either overt or tacit support, a small but vocal band of Republicans now serving in the House provided legitimacy and publicity to extremist groups and movements as they built toward their role in supporting Mr. Trump's efforts to subvert the outcome of the 2020 election and the attack on Congress. This caucus of extremists, which include the QAnon supporting conspiracy. The caucus of extremists. Again, the word play, how they're, how this, this, <laughs> the way that they're weaving this web of lies. All these little journals, you know, the, the producers sitting and tapping on their keyboards to formulate these sentences to make it sound a specific way. And it sounds like that's proof. And it, for an unthinking person who can't deconstruct this and know some semblance of reality or, or, or what's going on, they're just, just going to, you know, they're going to they're going to suck this up. Conspiracy theory peddling Marjorie Taylor Greene appear to be creating incredible tension on Capitol Hill right now to the point that one Democratic congresswoman was compelled to move her office. The post-Trump GOP making Oh, that was co that's complete bullshit, by the way. We'll look, I'll have that later, too, the way that they try to claim that Marjorie Taylor Greene was going after some, um, uh, some black woman, a Democrat. Complete nonsense, complete lies, right? It showed that they were her staff people were shouting at uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene 
because she wasn't wearing a mask or something like that, and they they started the, the whole thing. They just they just they lie. They just lie. That's what it's, it's just a bunch of liars. That's all it is. The media are liars. They're the enemy of the people, and they lie and they destroy nations as a consequence of it, which is their plan. They want. They've always wanted to destroy this country. They've destroyed every Western. They want to destroy every Western country. In some, they're more successful, they're closer to that goal. In others, they're not as close. This is their goal. This is what they do. They are nation wreckers. They destroy things, and they do it with lies. Counterparts feel unsafe while creating safe spaces for extremists is where we start this hour. Nick Confessori, New York Times political reporter and an MSNBC contributor here. Also joining us, our friend Alex Wagner, co-host of Showtime's The Circus and a contributing writer to The Atlantic is back. And MSNBC oh, national Atlantic, security analyst so Frank Figluzzi, former FBI assistant director for counterintelligence and the author of the book, the FBI way. Frank Fugliuzzi. Talk about this guy. Is back. Of course, Nick Confessorio. Remember this guy who was like, uh, can we uh, can we rope up uh, young white people into these sting operations and, and kind of uh, uh, pretend that they're the ones who are going to blow up a bomb so we can arrest them and put them in jail? And it's like, yeah, I think we should do that. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty good, right? I want to start with you. This is some... Um, Stunning reporting that really speaks for itself. But what's so remarkable is that none of these members are trying to hide their appearances with or their association with people who are, you know, it wasn't a long time ago before anyone that had anything to do with a militia group wouldn't be allowed anywhere near a legitimate elected official. These are people proudly describing themselves as one with the militia, appearing at events with them, and really not going too far to push back against these associations. You know, it's amazing, Nicole. Look, here's what's going on. Trump bought white nationalism and violent extremism from the far fringes of American politics <laughs> into this um, center of the Trump party. Yeah. And he legitimized it. And what we're mm. seeing now is in the wake sure. of Trump, there are politicians and lawmakers who have their own direct and organic homegrown ties to these groups, the three percenters, the Proud Boys, the militia movement more broadly. And they are Home, homegrown. White, uh, uh, white supremacy. Trump is a white supremacist who brought white supremacism into uh, the heart of the American political system. Uh can you believe these fucking people, these these lies? It's, it's incredible. Trump didn't even once mention something that he's done for white people. He, he couldn't even say, oh, also, I love the I love white people. You know, after he said, like, we did this for blacks and this for Asians, this for, uh, you know, Indians or whatever. Uh, and they're still pushing this lie. Uh, this is to, they're terrified of people moving into the political system that, that don't follow suit. They don't obey these people's uh, instructions of what reality is and what direction we need to move in. They're coming into Congress in the wake of President Trump. Uh, and you're right. They are not mostly trying to hide their ties. They're appearing at events. They're alive with them in some cases. The main exception, I think, is, is Congresswoman Green, who is now deleting Facebook posts and Twitter posts at a furious clip because there's evidence of her advocating uh, for violence against Democrats. Bullshit. It's, it's just shocking to see this in the halls of Congress. We haven't really seen it probably in 150 years. Uh, and we, we, but, but this is a logical consequence, I think, of what President Trump bought into his party from the far extremes. You know, Alex God, Wagner, bullshit. I think you focused um, 
my fears on the reality of this and the sort of nationalized nature of this, that in, in likely in every community there are members of, of a militia group. Um, you have that stunning interview with folks who believed and were willing to um, fight with arms for a, an election result other than Donald Trump's victory. I wonder if you stayed in touch with them. I wonder what you think about how this has all played out. I mean, it was very prescient what you reported from them at the time. I wish it wasn't prescient. Um, you know, I, I will say, Nicole, yeah. when I interviewed them, they were so explicit about violence. They were so explicit about their plans <laughs> for insurrection. They were so explicit oh, about the Civil War that it almost made you doubt whether it could be real, right? I mean, we have been taught in the early part of the 21st century. <laughs> made that you. It ca almost made you doubt that it was real. Uh, where are we here? There we are. Uh, no, there we are. There we are. Uh, <clears throat> it was... Because because the New York Times, the Atlantic, right, have they've never made up stories before. They've never just made a new story up for no reason and just full of lies, bullshit. I call complete bullshit on this. Uh, but this is what they do. This is what they do, ladies and gentlemen. This is the reputation. This is why they cannot tolerate truth tellers in any facet uh, within the media la landscape, no matter how. Uh, far out on the alternative, you know, platform speaking, alternative fringes that they are. Um, it all has to be eradicated because their credibility is just tanking, right? I, again, I, I got to look up that. I, I saw there was some study. It was mainstream media um, overall trust, I think it was, or something like that. It was like across the board had like tanked uh, to like historic lows recently, which of course is, is, is because of this kind of stuff. They just lie. All you have to do is start telling the truth and be an honest journalist and reporter, and people are going to start watching you again, right? That terrorist activities are usually covert, that they happen far away and they come here. And domestic terrorism, I don't think, was part of the sort of day-to-day -day vocabulary of most Americans. And, you know, I even talked to law enforcement. But now it is. Let's just call them domestic terrorists. And we can waterboard them and put them in Gitmo, just like we did with these people from the Middle East. Isn't, it, isn't this great how we can deal with this problem? Out of sight, out of mind. Fantastic. We're trying to calibrate their sense of alarm and how worried they should have been in advance. You know, I was in Michigan. I talked to the attorney general there, who was one of the people that foiled the plot against Governor Whitmer. And even then, this is prior to January 6th, though these folks were making explicit plans, though they were out on social media, there was kind of a constant back and forth about like, how serious are they? They're talking insurrection. We know they have access to weaponry, but are they actually going to go through with it? Is this Bruce Willis diehard or is this Steve Buscemi in Fargo? You know what I mean? This this idea uh, of like keyboard bravado see, versus this is, actual plan this for is the, this is the It's always been like this, but like this is the reference. That's why you see like the blue check marks that like in replies on Twitter, they send like some reaction scene from like some Hollywood movie. That's what they think this is like Fargo. All right. Okay. And as we've learned, I mean, I think Nick is right to point out the role that Trump played in being catalytic. But gun culture, a culture of violence yeah. and anti-immigrant racist, you know, base has been is. part of the Republican Party for some time. There it is, folks. So, again, you can't be anti-immigrant. You must obey uh, that we need to pry open the borders of America. You must want to replace yourself as a white person. Uh, you cannot have, we have to undermine and destroy the Second Amendment. Uh, or we can, they can still have it, but basically you are not going to be allowed to have a weapon. Red flag laws, right? So basically anybody can snitch on someone who they don't trust. And so they can come and take your guns and that's fine, right? 
Uh, and then what else did she say? Well, basically just like everybody who disagrees is a white supremacist, right? That's, that's the lineup. Here, and and now it is in full bloom. Well, Frank, I want you to pick up on something that Alex just said, and, and this, this parallel to, inter, to foreign terrorism and, and the post 9-11 era, the way it's not similar is there is a brazenness. There is an out in the openness. After the insurrection, I was gobsmacked to watch them standing around like they were at a tailgate. And I wonder if you can talk about the role in the legitimacy that not just Donald Trump, but all the members in today's really stunning reporting in the New York Times. What does that legitimacy of their organizations and their mission, they have? Thank you, Junus and, and Tina, for hosting VPFM over on DLive. I appreciate that. Thank you, guys. Hope you're doing well. Hope, hopefully you guys are not demonetized. I, I think you probably are, but ho hopefully you're not. Have a hope shared you guys are doing mission. Well. And in response to that reporting, I think one or two members uh, denounced violence, but none of them separated themselves out from the mission of lying about the election. Yeah, this is what I call, Nicole, the mainstreaming of madness. This is radicalization <laughs> in broad daylight. And, and there's a couple of choices. It, it's funny because, you know, it's kind of a cliche <clears throat> to say that, you know, whatever they tell us, that whatever they say that the opposition doing is something that they actually do. It's all projection, right, kind of thing. And even they have now started using that as a as a as a talking point, and they they, they didn't in the beginning. It was not a talking point. It was it was people from alternative spheres was like this is projection. They're doing what they're actually accusing. You know, they're actually doing what they're accusing the, their enemy of. But even that they have picked up now. They're 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 in a sense they're copying the elements because they don't have any creativity. They don't have any. It's just like this dead blob, and it's just seeking to like suffocate everything. And so it, it's not even creative. Uh, this this environment, this sludge that they're part of, right? So they pick up and use talking points and stuff. That's why you see like far left uh, commies and stuff are like using Pepe in their thumbnails and they're using like, you know, Wojak and stuff. They're using stuff that came out of Poll and 4chan uh, in their kind of, to think they're cool and hip and shit like that. They have like no, you know, pick up right wing memes and try to pass it off as their own and shit like that. Um, but this guy is just, this guy is incredible. This is these members of Congress need, need to make. They either can say that they are unaware of the significant role they're playing in the radicalization process, or they're aware of it and they continue to deliberately do it. Either way, it's incredibly dangerous because it does offer a, a legitimizing imprimatur of authority on those who seek to do violence. And the only way for this to de to happen in a de-radicalizing fashion is for these very members to come out and renounce everything they've just done. And there's no- There you go, yeah, there, there it is, folks. You have to renounce everything. And of course, you're the standard bearer of, of what reality is, of what's normal, of what's good, what's righteous, what's fair, right? What's equal, what's equitable. And, and so basically it's just, will this will destroy you if you do not obey and do what we tell you to do right we'll call you a violent extremist and will ruin your life and ensure that you can never run a business again you can never even uh, obviously never run for politics or anything like that and that's this is the process now that we're witnessing this is their attempt to do this now keep in mind this is still just the media talking about this because you see this shit on tv doesn't mean that it's real even i who know all this sometimes when i watch this feels like like shit this is like the, the, these people are insane and they're, they're and they're doing this right they're doing it's like and no they're not they're not not yet it's a huge aspect that influences of course all these people but this is why they have to purge 
all dissenting voices from the political spectrum because so that they can so that this version of reality that they're trying to force can be overlaid on, onto all of us right because you can't have people who object and say no this is insanity what are you guys doing this is not fair they need complete agreement right across the board so that they can enforce this and and, and pass laws and all these kinds of things so as of right now this is just media pundits and talking heads that are blabbering and talking a bunch of bullshit, right that doesn't mean we should like ignore it for that reason either that's why i'm covering it because like see what they're talking about because these are the visions and, and, and these people need to be stopped in their attempt in criminalizing people who think differently. Indication that they're going to do it. But I want to, for, for the viewers, I, I want to just talk about the practical fallout from this reporting today by the New York Times. Here's what this really means. If this is under scrutiny, the relationship between these members and the Proud Boys and QAnon and Oath Keepers and the Three Percenters is, is accurate. So it's, all, it's all just, it's all the same now. It's just this blob. We can bring in anybody with just this, this sticky ball and we can just throw it at anything and that rolls it up into all of that in, in this blob ma manner and, and, then, and then we can just uh, scapegoat it. And it certainly is. It's in plain sight. Inside some wall at, at, at uh, the, the uh, domestic terrorism section inside FBI headquarters, there's an electronic surface with a digital link analysis chart, right, that's going to show in a spoke and wheel fashion, Proud Boys this Congress member, Oath Keepers, this Congress member, Three Percenters, this Congress member. And the very notion for someone like me, who's used to seeing international terrorists on those link analysis charts, to, to think that the images of US members of Congress are now on those uh, uh, connected dots, charts inside some office at FBI headquarters is- What, what he's talking about is this. <clears throat> Let me just, let's see, we're over here. Uh, open a new tab. This, this, is, this is what he's talking about, right? Wasn't this what the, the far left used to make fun of this too all the time, right? It's, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, whatever the hell this show is called. I don't watch it too much. Um, they're now the they're, they are now, as they're accusing you of being the crazy conspiracy theorist, they are now the crazy conspiracy theorist. Again, that's where we go back to this idea of like projection and all this stuff. And, and again, it goes back to the video that I did. Conspiracy theories are now terrorism and it's projection because what they're involving is conspiracy theories. So they're outlawing conspiracy theories <clears throat> that they don't like while they're actually the conspiracy theorists, right? <laughs> we have this we have this, this batch uh, on the wall and we have these lines and well, this person is associated with this and over here and this, oh my God, they're all, they're all in on it. They're all in on it. We gotta shut them down. Is unbelievable to me. I, I also want to share that when I was assistant director of the FBI, I wasn't allowed to carry a weapon inside the U.S. Capitol when I was going to brief the House or Senate intelligence committees. I had to surrender my weapon to the Capitol Police. Yet these very same radicalizers are slapping on their member of Congress lapel pin onto their suits every day and waltzing into the Congress. As but you weren't you weren't member of Congress, right? <clears throat> Again, that could be argued and all that stuff. But it's like there is a second. Like they're also trying to. If someone show if a group shows up with like guns somewhere where it's legal for them to carry guns, the media is pretending that they're doing something which is which is illegal, which which is not like well, if you have a right to carry your gun, which I believe the I could maybe chat knows the specifics of this, but this is one of the reasons why some of them have wanted to carry or something. I don't think they've allowed them. I, I forget what the deal with that was, but they're trying to pretend that like it, part of the American tradition 
no longer has this 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 liberal gun culture, right? That that's that needs to be done away with because these people are crazy conspiracy theorists and they might just murder someone at, at, at any moment, right? So <clears throat> this is how they take the guns. They're gonna take the guns, folks, and, and that's true. I mean, they're they're going to they're going to take the guns, and they're going to take the guns for a reason. If these are the people that want to make sure that you don't have guns, I guess that would be the very reason why you would need a gun, I, I, would, I would assume. <laughs> if these are the people that are fighting hard to make sure that you can't have any guns, that's probably why you should be able to have a gun, right? Uh, so I want to play, and he goes on there, whatever. But I, I have to play portions of this too. This is also just incredible. This is from today's uh, Deadline White House, the same show, right? They bring in, look at the parallels that one of these guys, they'll get to him in a moment here. That he draws between like reconstructionism. We talked about that before. That the the de-Trumpification, which like uh, Boa, the Fifth Column, and some of these other left-wing you know uh, YouTubers and stuff are talking about. You know, David Pakman, did uh, the Young Turks and stuff like that. They're talking about de-Trumpification, de-Nazification. That everybody is a Nazi, and basically we need to uh, torture and waterboard these people until they give up, right? Uh, but look at how he's tying in uh, the South and and uh, reconstructionism and all these kinds of things in it. So let's go over to this clip here, guys. Uh, right here. Let's play from about f yeah, about five minutes. I think this should be a good spot. Here. Take us through. It's, it's been a really dramatic day and an emotional day, and we're going to get to um, the service, the memorial service up there for the fallen police officer who lost his capital police officer who lost his life in the insurrection. But take me through this first story. This oh, and they, they've included too, by the way, like tons of different people. That even one guy who died the day after, uh, they've included like in the tally. Uh, you know, when the, when the police shot the woman in the face, then, of course, these media, that's the right thing. Oh, my God, they're killing police officers now. I can't believe this. While they were, like, over the summer, it was, like, said nothing. Uh, when there was, like, people on the left calling for the, the murder of police, they didn't stand up for the police. Uh, they say F the police, defund them, in fact. They were co completely along with that. Now they're pretending that they're all pro-police and pro-military. It, it's incredible. It's war within the GOP caucus. Well, Nicole, let's work backwards. This Republican conference meeting is set to get underway right now, where Republican House members are going to discuss and debate amongst themselves what to do about Marjorie Taylor Greene and what to do. What to do with Marjorie Taylor Greene? What, what do we do with a person who's in the House of Representatives? What do we do about a person that was ele elected by her people in her home state who was sent to Washington, D.C.? Uh, to uh, to be a representative for them. What? How do we oust this woman? Do about Liz Cheney. I expect this will be a heated meeting, and it could potentially be a long one. This comes as the rules committee is getting ready to move to the floor a resolution that would allow Democrats to unilaterally take Taylor Greene's committee assignments away from her. That comes at the end of what's been a pretty busy back and forth kind of negotiating process over the last 24 hours or so with Democrats very much hoping that Kevin McCarthy and Republicans would handle the green problem themselves, that they would somehow find the a way green to, problem. Her, to take her off her committees, to get her to apologize and repudiate her past. It, it doesn't mean I'm a huge fan of her. I, I don't actually know that much about her. I, I looked into some of the claims regarding what the media says and as far as I can tell, <clears throat> most of it is bullshit. Most of it is lies. So I'm not here to defend her, but I'm here to defend the right of the people who elected her uh, of, of still being able to have a representative there that they picked. They're, again, they're trying to undo this. They're undoing a person who potentially could stand in the way who knows some of this stuff, right? By associating her again and say, well, she has links to, uh, to QAnon and 
Once she liked a tweet by some guy who uh, who was some a Q person, and therefore she's a QAnon supporter. And like, all shit. That hasn't happened, and if Republicans aren't willing to act, Democrats are. And when I yeah, the gr the green question, the green solution. <laughs> I've heard from Democratic lawmakers. I mean, they, you know, can make fun of it or jokes or whatever, but it's like, yeah, the, the final solution to the uh, to the uh, Q uh, Q movement or the Q problem, the final solution to the conservative problem, right? What what do we do with the seven? 70 million. Hmm. But they're the uh, but they're the anti anti fascists, right? They're the anti Nazis. These people. Uh, it's just it, it's it's incredible. They're they're just blinded by their own self righteousness and their idiocy. you know all of all the crazy things that Green has said, the QAnon stuff, the Parkland school shooting, false flag stuff, the 9/11 conspiracy theories. It's the you can you cannot have a single item of something that you think is different. You, we, they're going to need a full uh, a brain scan examination of you if you ever want to get close to uh, to the uh, to Congress or the House of Representatives at any point in the future. We need to know what's inside of your brain. We're going to decode the language. We're going to go through your social media. If you've ever liked a post which is wrong, think you'll you'll uh, you won't have any right to be a representative for the endorsement people. of political violence that has them saying you could put any other false equivalency you want out here you can make any slippery slope process argument you want out here this has to be nipped in the bud because political violence is far too fresh in the minds of everyone who lives and works up here after january 6th and that's how it all relates back it's too connected and you cannot have someone running around in the halls of congress up here who has endorsed violence against other members that just won't fly and that's what leads us to this incredibly defining moment for republicans to decide are they going to handle this problem on their own or are they more concerned about liz cheney and her breaking of the sort of one house republican rule which is thou shalt not cross donald trump uh defective goyam says if biden attacks iran and anyone who disagrees or iran sorry if biden attacks iran and anyone who disagrees uh would be considered an enemy agent excuse me yeah that's right only hope for the USA is to break up like the USSR did. Well, I mean, they're the people doing this by by instigating uh, the, these divisions, by uh, by driving lies in between people and stuff like that. They're the ones who are creating the the, the true. Uh, it's not that oh well, the, you know, it, it would happen on its own anyway. Eventually, that that might might well be true, uh, but they're basically like um, they're like a force of 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 nature. They're like the when the uh, when something, when an animal falls in the forest and it and it dies, immediately you have, you know, all the slugs and the the worms that you know the the flies put their eggs in there and it's all breaking apart and dissolving it and stuff and it stinks and it's yucky and it's kind of disgusting and stuff. But it's but it's part of the cycle, right? It's just it's it can't just it will be consumed. It will be used in some capacity by nature. <clears throat> and in many regards, I see these people as the fungus that goes that grows on the tree that fell over or died standing or something right it's 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 a corrosive force that's just there to break things down that's already kind of dead in a way so maybe it would happen naturally anyway but regardless they're speeding up this process and they're part of being like uh ensuring that it that, that they're toppling it which which of course again i go back to that point i think that this is their goal this is always was their goal these people always hated america they they always wanted to see it destroyed and if they couldn't get it destroyed, they would at least adopt it in the sense that they can hijack it and mold it into something that they that they like, right? Uh, but what it represented, no, these people have for decades attacked America for being <clears throat> uh, 
bad and racist and all that stuff. And now they're saying, well, this is not what America is anymore. Uh, this is what it is. And in fact, it's uh, we, and we need to defend ourselves against you. Uh, that's what's happening. Anyway, thank you, Defective Going. But yeah, I mean, the the, the breakup, I think, is, is is closer than 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 ever. And it's these people that are contributing to it, for sure. What? Okay, so here, here comes the other guy jumping in. Listen to this guy here. Is Liz in. Cheney in trouble? For those of us who live in reality on planet Earth, there are 10 Republicans in the House who voted to impeach Donald Trump. Why is Liz Cheney in so much trouble? Okay, I'm going to skip that. Oh, Liz Cheney, they talk about that a little bit. When the other guy jumps in here, this, let's, let's take it from here. Here we go. They're torn between Liz Cheney and the QAnon woman. It would be funny that Liz Cheney... The Q, the, it's, it's now gone from she, li she once liked a post that was from an account uh, that uh, was, was associated with QAnon or had, had expressed support for some Q, uh, QAnon uh, uh, thoughts to the QAnon woman. <laughs> That's what it is now. Cheney <laughs> is the one who's in trouble as we come on the air this hour. Yeah, this is, seems all laughable when you have this coalition of, you know, kooks, crackpots, and crazies. I mean, it's like granola, fruits, flakes, and nuts are all part of this, but it's incredibly dangerous. But you see, but you see that's not dehumanizing. That's completely, that's funny. They, they can make a joke, right? Oh, he dehumanized us, and it's going to lead to real-world violence. Haven't you heard this? If someone makes a joke about someone, whether it's a different political view or another ethnic group or whatever, it's a, something that's clearly is a joke, right? They shit their pants, and it's like, my God, they're dehumanizing them. This is going to lead to violence. They can call us crackpots and conspiracy tards and Nazis all day long and actually get truly crazy people to show up and do violence against these people because they think they're doing the right thing, right? But that's, but that's fine. That's, that's okay. We can do it. They cannot. I think the difference, as you said, Lee, going into this, this should be a layup. Any other moment in our history, this would be a layup. Right. Of course, we would get rid of this person. Of course, you would take her off the committees. But the fact that they're not even, it's not a layup, they're not even on the same basketball court in the midst of this. And I think the problem, Marjorie Taylor Greene is a symptom of a bigger problem. And that's why it's, it's taken them days or weeks or months to even deal with this. Because Marjorie Taylor Greene represents a significant portion of the Republican base today. The QAnon is not some insignificant part. It is a significant part of the base. And when you have that, and that's why they're, they seem compromised between principles and conspiracies, they're unable or they're immovable to do anything about it. So they may strip her from committees. They haven't solved the problem at all. My guess is she goes back down to Georgia and takes it like it's a badge of honor among all her QAnon peers. That that so he basically is calling everyone, again, She's in the House of Representatives. She's there as a representative of their people. He literally just calling them all whack job, nut jobs for electing this woman, right? But that's fine. That's totally fine, right? That's it's not a problem. He's a political strategist, Matt, so he can he can say whatever he wants to say. I'm on MS. Look at me. I'm on MSNBC. That's this is what happened in Congress. This is what happened up in Washington D.C. But there's a fundamental problem that the Republicans still seem unwilling to deal with, which is a part of their base that wanted to nullify an election and uses conspiracy theory. Yeah, did he say Anon? Uh, do you reduce as Q and Anon are not the same? Did he just say Anon? Was that what he said or, or something? Anyway, that would that'd be funny. Uh, but yeah, they, they are different, right? <laughs> in political discourse. And they as of yet, Nicole, have not dealt with that part of the problem. Well, I mean, Matthew, I think it's also, in, it's so tied into 
what they have ahead of them, which is an opportunity to convict Donald Trump for inciting the insurrection at the Capitol. These two things seem linked, and they're linked by, by the violence. I, I want to read you something that um, our friend Greg Sargent in the Washington Post writes. He says, it's often said that Republicans can't condemn Green because she's an ally of Trump's, but what's left unexamined is the nature of this alliance. What binds them exactly? Among other things, it's that both genuinely believe the Trump movement should be fully prepared to resort to political violence against their political opponents. <laughs> yeah, that's, when what, you talk about that's what they've said. That's right. We should be... We should resort to violence here, folks. That's what the, that's the the political strategy here. That def definitely Greg Sergeant. That's what uh, that's what. <laughs> this is amazing. How is oh how did we get to a point where condemning people who don't just um, sort of promote demonstrably false theories about known events in recent history, but who are advocates of and refuse to condemn violence, political violence specifically? Yeah, because what what. By encouraging and calling the riots, the BLM Antifa riots over the summer, mostly peaceful protests while they're burning down cities, uh, beating people to death on the streets, uh, targeting people, business owners, destroying things. Uh, that's not inciting violence whatsoever. Burnt bodies were found inside of pawn shops in Minneapolis uh, after they burnt down the half of the city, right? They don't even cover that. They don't even talk about that. They pretend that that's not real. And then now they're kvetching because uh, uh, some MAGA people showed up at the Capitol and 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 and, and doing an insurrection and trying to destroy the, the, our beloved country, the, which we've always been the the standard bearers of. We've always been the true patriots. <laughs> anyway, let's continue. Now is is the good stuff here when it gets into like uh, uh, reconstructionism and and the South and it brings in all kinds of stuff into this, isn't it? Well, that's the that's the real problem today, Nicole. I mean, we're we're in a you can't make a deal with a drug cartel, right? You can't make a deal with the drug cartel unless the drug cartel right. stops make stops producing drugs and stops trying to get people addicted to the drugs. <sighs> okay. All right. Okay. All right. We'll just, okay. Sure, man. The Republican Party right now, because of these conspiracy theories and because of all these things they pushed, they want to have, they want to come together and work with the Democrats and work with Joe Biden and do all of this and say, ignore everything that's happened before. And you and I, I think, have talked about this before. We have faced this in the history of the world. This idea that you calls to unity and calls to reconciliation before you get to truth and accountability. Accountability. I'm of the mind it doesn't matter how Donald Trump gets punished. I think in the end enough Republicans are going to vote not to punish Donald Trump. They're going to stand by Donald Trump unbelievably in the midst of this and them trying to overturn an election and pushing an insurrection. But I think we've had this time in our history before Here it is. where we didn't do that. And that is reconstruction. Abraham Lincoln had a vision. And Abraham Lincoln was killed. And then, Abra and, and, and interestingly, in Abraham Lincoln's 1860 election, the reason why we got into a civil war was because a number of states, about a third of the country, wanted to nullify that election because they didn't like where he was headed on slavery. Because we didn't follow through on Reconstruction. It was a lot more than that, buddy, but keep pushing your, uh, your, your small-minded lie, whatever. We didn't follow through on it and demand truth, demand accountability, it took 100 years, 100 years, before the vision of, of Abraham Lincoln of <clears throat> all men are created equal and all women are created equal to get to the 1960s when we had the Civil Rights Act 
in the Voting Rights Act. And you can draw a straight line, Nicole, a straight line between our inability to deal with that at a time and ignore it, and all of this idea, we're gonna have to unify, and we're not gonna get to the truth, between Emmett Till, the lynchings, Jimmy Lee Jackson, yeah. the death of Medgar Evers, the death of Martin Luther King, the death of the four young girls in the 16th Street Baptist Church, and I will add the death of Heather Heyer in Charlottesville. Oh, of, co of course you would. Uh, holy smokes. Okay, dude, whatever. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's, it's just laughable what he's doing here. That is a line. Yeah. Because we never dealt with what was really fundamental, which there is a segment of our population that doesn't believe all men and all women are created equal. And therefore... So it's a, okay. So they're basically saying one segment that thinks differently, we need to destroy them and eradicate them. That, that's what that's what I'm hearing when I'm listening to this. Otherwise, all these bad things happen. It's already it's already happened. In fact, you need to submit to the religion of equality. Otherwise, you're you're uh, you're you're out. Right. We we need to. So in fact, that he in that moment he's turned a whole segment of the American population into a faction which is then going to be unequal, right? They're not going to be part of the equality religion that you want here, right? <clears throat> and again, you can believe whatever you, you can believe whatever you want to believe, right? If you don't believe that everyone's equal, so what? You're going to criminalize and outlaw that now? Is that what you're saying? Everybody needs to obey this unicorn religion that you're trying to enforce with violence and lies and hatred? It's never going to work and it's never going to stand, right? There's a difference between belief and then acting on those beliefs or, or, or actually doing some action based on those things or whatever. Huge difference. But they're trying to equate the two and saying, well, basically, if you just think differently, you're bad enough to basically do those things. Uh, or, or our interpretation is you will, you will commit violence based on these things. And therefore, we're gonna, we're gonna, we, we have to deal with you. We have to take care of you in some kind of capacity, right? We're seeing what's happening with this equality of religion right now, right? as they're literally discriminating against white people in America. The only ethnic group you can openly discriminate against, you can say whatever you want about them. If, if the equality think and the equality, uh, the religious crowd who pushed equality really believed in, in that, they would have spoken up against what they're seeing against uh, white Americans, people of European descent who are living in America. But they don't, because they don't care, because the whole movement is anti-white. Anti what they're seeing is white people voicing their concerns and standing up and saying, we're, we, you know, you can't shove us around uh, you know, anymore. We're not going to be replaced by you people. Not all of them is doing this, but I'm saying even those factions that are doing that, they're seeing that as a violation of it. You have to be replaced and like it and celebrate it, or you're a terrorist and we have to round you up and re-educate you. They believe they can do anything, anything to maintain what they believe is what they think is real America. And we've seen this before. Yeah. All of these jumps to, to... We took it over, we, we converted it or perverted it, we turned it into something which it, it was not, and now we represent the real America. Right? We've, we've seen these kinds of arguments before. Bill Hoover says on the entropy stream, uh, .live, four slash red eyes TV, join us with super chats over there, good way of supporting the show as well, entropy stream, .live, four slash red eyes TV. He says, uh, the, these are the same conspiracy theories that told us we needed to invade Iraq because of WMDs. That's absolutely right. It's kind of what I referenced earlier, like... These people are the media establishment and the, these talking heads in the media are literally responsible for, for dragging countries into war, right? And now they're trying to moralizing over a smaller faction who disagrees uh, with, with the direction of the country, right? Now, all of a sudden, they're all concerned posting about all of this. Like, you, your lies has led to the, the ruin of millions. And that's not even including 
the, the, the lives ruined by the soldiers that were part of this, uh, all the PTSD, all the murder, all the, all, all the people that were, um, I mean, I, and I called it murder, like a 500, was it 500 million Iraqi kids, uh, which, um, what was the State Department lady, uh, her, her name again, right? She was sitting in the, on CNN talking about how, well, we think this is a, it was a hard decision, but basically we, we think it was Madeleine Albright, right? We, we, we think it was worth it. It was definitely what was worth it, right? Anyway, let's continue. Accountability, I mean, all these jumps to reconciliation and unity, skip over yeah. the most important part, which is truth and accountability. Truth and accountability, that's right. They're the truthful ones right now. All right, so I'm going to uh, not play more from that right now. I want to quickly move through this. Uh, we're going to wrap up in a little bit. I think we're just over the two-hour mark here. We start a little bit late, past uh, 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, they'll basically be the new time that we start things, including Flashback Friday around 6 p.m. Eastern. That's midnight Central European time for most of the live shows that we do anyway. Uh, if it's interview shows that we do live, it'll probably be kind of a flexible schedule or whatever. But uh, yeah, the three main show staples that you, you have all the time uh, at Red Ice TV is, of course, uh, No-Go Zone Wednesdays. Live 6 p.m. Eastern, midnight Central European time. Flashback Friday, obviously on Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern, uh, midnight Central European time. And then you have uh, Weekend Warrior on RedEyesMembers.com, exclusive there. And we upload that usually on uh, late Sunday, potentially Monday, depends on how much there is to edit. But we record that show on Sundays, uh, going through some of the stuff over the weekend, of course. Uh, but yeah, so we have other things in the pipeline, too. Uh, shorter videos that we're working on as as usual, continuing that. Uh, we have also a lot of interviews uh, that we want to do and get done uh, a little bit more as well. So those will probably will do, if we do them live, some might be pre-recorded, but if, if we do them live, uh, it will be most likely Tuesdays and Thursdays uh, that we do the, those. But it'll be kind of a flexible schedule. So always keep your eye on, you know, sub to our uh, Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash TV or our Telegram is uh, t.me forward slash TV. Uh, or just keep an eye on redeyes.tv forward slash live, and we'll you'll see when we have new shows and stuff coming up there. Uh, but yeah, quick mention, a couple of more things here. We're going to get to that reality portion, too. I have to report on that because it was also in the in the show title for the, today. It's been the kind of the running theme, but it's the New York Times that's, that's proposing uh, that the Biden administration set up a reality SAR, right? We'll, we'll get to that in a moment. But just quick mention about this Mar Marjorie Taylor Greene bullshit. The media uh, sided with, uh, what's her name again? Cori Bush, right? The Democrat, uh, Democrat Congress, uh, Congresswoman and said, oh my God, she uh, she feels threatened by this QAnon, the QAnon woman. So she's moving her office and all that stuff, right? And so here's the actual encounter. She was live streaming at the time, which shows that they were the ones attacking uh, uh, Green first. Again, I'm not, I, I don't know everything about this woman. I don't know where she stands on everything, but it's clear that's like they're obviously targeting her, targeting her because she is like a thorn in their side. Uh, she's slightly different things uh, she believes in, and, and they're creating this profile, but they just lie about her and just make shit up. Uh, it's been incredible. So this is the action encounter of what actually happened. And then they spun this and said, oh, my God, um, Marjorie Taylor Greene just attacked this poor black woman for no reason, obviously because she's a uh, white supremacist Nazi, but she's also a Q-Tardinon uh, person. So she's she's a dangerous conspiracy theorist. And so she might blow someone up. She's walking around in Congress and might just she might just blow people up. You know what? This, this, a bunch of bad people do, or a small amount actually, do a really bad thing, attack the Capitol, which I denounce and completely am against and don't agree with the violence. Well, there you go. So even that is not good enough, right? She couldn't even say, well, I understand why people there were angry. What some of them did was, was wrong and they shouldn't have, you know, broken the law or whatever. But not, not even that, right? And, and so she's like, again, super mellow on these points, but she's like vehement. It's, this is always the case. They're just slightly against some things and they're treating them that, like they're like, 
just the, the most monstrous person that, the, that, the, that we've ever seen. Violence, but yet Democrats who cheered on, supported, called peaceful protests, Antifa BLM riots the entire year long that caused billions of dollars worth of damage, attacked American businesses. Well, she's, she's right about that. She's not wrong. And of course, and, the, and they murdered people too. You can say that. They killed, they actually killed people. They beat them to death in the streets. They burned them alive in their pawn shops. Um, burned down Minneapolis. Let's see, what else did they do? Then they funded, then they supported uh, bail bond links, bail bond links for criminals. You know what? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's right. That's uh, what she was beginning talking about, Ms. Ningerberg. They bailed them out. Exactly. They, they bailed them out. They created funds for people to get them out when they've done criminal activity. It's incredible, right? Don't yell at people. You know what? You shouldn't bring COVID-positive members in here spreading COVID everywhere. Stop being a hypocrite. Yeah, this is how it is here now. She's right. This is how it is. Stop being a hypocrite. This is who, this is arguing with my Democrat, Democrat colleagues, supposed colleagues. That's how it is. That's how it is now in America. So you're being targeted. So that they, that was spun in the media. Um, like she was attacking Cori Bush for no reason whatsoever. She's a menace. Uh, she has to be stopped. We have to get her out of office. Uh, she cannot be a representative of the people anymore, right? So busted video shows it was Cory Bush staff that started the mask altercation with Mar Marjorie Taylor Greene. The media jumped on this. They didn't care what was true or not, right? I saw another tweet too. She was talking about how, you know, uh, you know, I'm against certain things that they're trying to push right now, and that's why they're uh, that's why they're against me. They're making they're just making lies up about me. But yeah, she went on MSNBC, Cory Bush, talking all this bullshit, and said uh, Cory Bush recounts how Mar Marjorie Taylor Greene berated her. How long is this? Thank you so much for being here. You have been all the talk today because of this confrontation between yourself and Marjorie Green. Um, you're now moving your office away from hers. Please explain why. Totally just not a, a just a sob story media creation to ensure that, oh, my God, she had to move offices away from this woman. She's clearly a menace. She's violent and dangerous. Uh, again, it doesn't I mean, I'm not defending Marjorie. I don't know anything about all her positions. Rather, I know some of the stuff. Uh, but the 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 what do you call him? The punching bag that she's turning into. It's 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 just something else to watch in the media, man. Yeah. So first of all, thank you for what you just said. You know, it is unbelievable that this is how um, so many of us get to go to work every day. When you know, I've worked fast food. I've worked in in childcare. I've worked in healthcare. I've never been in a work environment like this before. Um, and you know, well, even even when BLM is coming in and burning down your uh, your franchise. Oh, you know, one day I was. It was. Um, we were just walking down the hallway through the tunnel, headed to go and vote. And I'm hearing this loud talking behind, this loud talking in the hallway. But I kept going. It didn't. It was no big deal. Um, all of a sudden, as I'm walking down the down the tunnel, I'm hearing it. The voice get louder and louder, and then the voice was closer and closer. And then at one point, I bitch, you're lying. You're just making it up. You're just making it up. You're just lying. Who, the, who does the media side with? Whose, whose story do they report? Uh, it's just, this is why you're losing. This is why people hate you. 
This is why you're losing credibility. This is why people are turning off. This is why people want alternative sources that talk, that tells the truth about what it is that's happening. I realized that it was like right behind me. And so I turned around because now, because it, it was aggressive and it was loud. And I'm like, why, why is this like right behind me? And so I turned around and it was Marjorie Taylor Greene without no. a mask on. It and was, so it was not, you weren't even there. It was part of your uh, cabinet or your, your, uh, your little uh, Aaron boys that was running around. It was not even you. Um, and so I looked and I'm like, you know, so I turned back around. I didn't say anything at first. I, t I looked at my team and I'm like, she does not have on a mask. Like, let's just keep walking. And then I thought about it like, oh my God, she, she virtually wants to kill everybody with that COVID, eh? You're putting me at risk. You're putting my team at risk. Everybody else in this tunnel is at risk. And just the day before we found out that our, that um, our colleagues were, uh, had contracted COVID after being on lockdown with this same person and other people who were unmasked. And so, no, I'm a nurse. I take care of my community. I take care of my people. You will not put us put us at risk like that. And so I moved out of the way. I saw my good brother John Bowman walking down the hall. I was I, moved I was saving people's lives while she was basically wanted to mass murder a bunch of us. That's 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 where we are right now. Move out of the way to let her pass. And as she's passing, I'm like I'm like you know look she still she does not have on a mask. And so I said put on a mask. And then. She started to, you know, go off some more. She's on her phone. She's like live streaming. And my my point with that. Yeah. So 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 she caught you all because you were so dumb. You didn't even realize you would be you'd be catch caught on the on the live stream. Morons, idiots. A joy was that she had the audacity to be walking through this space on her phone, showing people that she was bucking the system, showing people that she was not going to um, to adhere to the rules of the house. And so I wanted to, it to be on her live stream that we are saying, put your mask on. And then her team turned around and her too, but then her team is yelling, stop inciting, you know, stop inciting violence with Black Lives Matter. What does Black Lives Matter have to do with this? Put on a mask and save lives. Yeah, what what is that? What does that have to do with anything that happened this year in terms of a, of a, of a comparative story, right? That you can uh, <laughs> you can run you can run uh, as an example to show that you're uh, obviously a clear ex exhibiting a, a double standard, right? What is that? What does murdering people have to do with uh, with uh, you accusing someone else of being violent when we're supporting those people who are doing violent acts, criminal acts, and killing people? What is that all about? What is that all about? Um, celebrate all is lost. Thank you, sir. Good to see you. For 25 says, we are what we always were, but now the little crazy children are jangling the keys of the kingdom and common vengeance writes the law. I, I, I googled it too. I think is that, that's from the, uh, the Crucible, right? That's what I'm getting it from. Good line. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Um, if that's if that's true, maybe, maybe I'm wrong on that, uh, but that's what it uh, looks like. Uh, thank you, sir. Always good to see you. Thank you for the support too, by the way. Uh, awesome. Thank you. Uh, all right. So let's do the, we'll do this as the, as the last story here, because it will tie the, the, the bow on the whole show together in terms of the, uh, the main topic, the title of the show, of course, which is this idea that this, the, what they've been building here now over the last couple of years with the Trump administration, the way that they've singled out people, Trump supporters, basic people, how they've created them to now they're basically violent, uh, insurrectionist, uh, domestic terrorists that need to be dealt with, and of course they need to be rounded up and stuff like that, it has to do with uh, the enforcement then of this of this of the reality basically that the media have been trying to impose uh, upon upon us, right? Uh, so this was this is the uh, Federalist talking about this too. I was gonna I'll, I'll read one of them. I don't want to read the whole New York Times story, 
but this was the source for it here. How the Biden administration can help solve our reality crisis, right? We're, we're right back to this the, the video again uh, that I did back in August, end of August 2019, when the Philadelphia, uh, sorry, the, uh, <clears throat> the Phoenix, I think, uh, field office, the FBI Phoenix field office released this supposed bulletin. I don't doubt that the media just made this up as well. Uh, actually, it could, it could be, uh, it could be uh, one of those stories because I was trying to find some corroborative, uh, you know, stories on this. The, the, the field office itself out of Phoenix uh, wouldn't like confirm or deny that this was the case, that they had this bulletin. It was just some person in the media who showed up at Yahoo News of all places was published. Uh, just, oh, this is what they're doing now. They're tar you have to target conspiracy theories, and that kind of gets the ball rolling on these ideas. That's how they do it, right? Get the ball rolling on, like, something needs to be done about this. This is a, a terror threat. Uh, even the FBI says so. And they're, well, the FBI, that's, it has to be real then. Um, so as you can see to the right there, too, it's, uh, they have a, <clears throat> a little uh, illustration there of uh, of the different paths, which is kind of ironic, I guess, that they have different paths towards the truth. Well, I, I see what they're doing now, but the reality is, there's going to be people who think differently. They're, what reality is according to them will not be what it is to another person. And partially, that's also because we have different experience. That, but this is like basic one-on-one philosophy. You'd, you'd think that like there's an, is there an objective reality and truth? Yes, I believe so. I, I, think, I know there's some people that don't believe that. They think uh, we make it up as we go or it can be subjective. Uh, I don't believe that. I think there is, there is, one, there is one version. But due to the fact that we're limited in knowing exactly everything about all of it at all times, there's going to be things that we miss. And therefore, we kind of go down a path of what we think is, is reality. If we were shown the whole picture, yeah, we would be basically omniscient, right? We'd be like some deity, some god or something. We, we see everything. We know everything. That's not the human condition. We live with limitations. And therefore, we're going to have different ideas of what reality is, right? But so basically, they want to create a reality czar. And this is to counteract all the stuff, what they call misinformation, all the stuff that they see has been happening under the Trump administration, that basically all of that needs to be out. If you believe differently, we need to create an entity that criminalizing dissent, that criminalizing not only wrong think, but different think. Experts are calling for President Joe Biden and, and his administration to appoint a task force led by a reality czar focused on dictating and mitigating the dissemination of certain types of information, uh, and the New York Times are eating it up. In an article published uh, Tuesday, this one right here, uh, one Times author made its goal to seek out experts who could, quote, help fix our truth-challenged information ecosystem, filled with, quote, hoaxes, lies, and collective delusions, unquote, created by people such as QAnon supporters, one America news watchers and YouTube conspiracy theorists. There it is. We're we've come we've come full circle, folks, since that uh, report was released, right? One of the solutions proposed by the professors and employees at anti-extremist uh, at anti-extremist activist organizations. Can we get some specifics, please? What that is uh, is for the Biden administration to take action following the deadly. January 6th mob riot at the U.S. Capitol to establish a, quote, truth commission to investigate the siege. Other experts, the author wrote, took it further, proposing that Biden and his team appoint a reality czar, 
a term that some pointed out is very similar to George Orwell's Ministry of Truth to oversee a committee on the quest for general truth instead of just focusing on the riots. So it needs to be, there needs to be a just a general version of reality that needs to be by decree, by law enforced. Ironically, you could say, I mean, of course, because in many countries, many European countries, but other countries too, there are histor certain historical events that are like le legislated into, well, the legal system, I guess. Um, and if you deviate from that, you can be put in prison and put in jail. So that's basically what I, I would assume that this will happen in real time as well. Then it won't just be that you'll have like two decades of experts looking at things. Doesn't mean it's true anyway, obviously. I'm not trying to say that, but you know, I would assume it would be like real time on social media. Anything. Uh, what was it? This one crazy uh, reporter suggested to uh, Susan Wojcicki on, on YouTube that she in real time blocks people's ability to post videos and they have a panel, a review that goes through the whole video and, and, and determine whether it's true or not. And if it's not true, the, it, you can't publish the video. Even like, even censorship happy YouTube, YouTube uh, CEO Susan Wojcicki was like, well, you know, if there's a news story that she was like looking at this journalist, just like a journalist, uh, this reporter, this, this this talking head in the media, like you're like you're crazy. Like this is never going to work. Uh, CNN it was a CNN uh, journalist. Anyway, let me continue here. Uh, several experts I spoke with recommended that the Biden administration put together a cross-agency task force to tackle disinformation and domestic extremism. See, it's not even just terrorism now. Domestic domestic extremism. Well, this is extreme. For the last five decades, we've moved the cursor further and further to the left, which of course means if you've been somewhat consistent in your views, well, now you're out on the fringe. Now you're an extremist. If you think nations should have borders and the population shouldn't replace itself, well, bad, bad news for you. You're an extremist and you're going to be treated the same way as a terrorist would in the Middle East. Uh, and it continues here, then, that this uh, task force would be led by something like a Reality Tsar, the New York Times author wrote. It sounds a little dystopian, I'll grant, but let's hear them out. <laughs> Here's the one of the tweets here about that. Um, several, I mean, yeah, read, I, can, I guess I can read that quote from the New York uh, Times there. Several experts I spoke with recommended that the Biden administration put together a cross-agency. Okay, that is the, the line from there. Okay, okay, got that. We're already at that. Uh, but the reality Tsar, appointing a reality Tsar. Uh, this ultimate ultimate truth official who would work for the government, naturally, the author suggests, would be responsible for dictating and mitigating the spread of information in the United States and could engage with ever truth-wielding Silicon Valley giants such as Facebook, Twitter, and Amazon, uh, Apple, and Google to implement new policies and evaluate which information should be disseminated. Now, keep in mind, as much as Facebook and Twitter, Amazon, Apple, Google, YouTube, all these big social media tech companies have censored. And keep in mind that there's almost a, a daily uh, dishing out of criticism against these platforms in the mainstream media environment because they're not doing enough. Regularly here, like especially MSNBC, as like Joe Scarborough, the morning Joe, whatever that show's called, they always talk about Facebook. They, they're like, they have this narrative that Facebook is basically like a, a right-wing uh, recruitment uh, uh, you know, center. They don't censor anything. It's they never censor enough. 
and my, they should be held uh, accountable. I, I've heard him talk many times about that. They should be held accountable for all these things. They've created all this violence in America because they haven't banned everybody yet. Um, so even as bad as it is in the mainstream, mainstream social media environment, it's still not good. It will never be good enough until they can control every post that's being done on their terms. It will never be good enough. This task force could also meet regularly with the tech platforms and push for structural changes that could help those companies tackle their own extremism and misinformation problems, the author suggested. Completely ignoring the fact that these same big tech overlords already coordinated to censor and deplatform certain people, groups, and companies that they deem dangerous, such as the president of the United States, Donald Trump. Involving these internet oligarchs in a government-led crackdown on disinformation, the author excitedly suggests, could become the tip of the spear for the federal government's response to the reality crisis. Collusion with big, big tech with the establishment of government-controlled veritas, truth, however, could not bring back the millions of already radicalized Americans by themselves. That's right. And that's why, what should we do with the 70 million? It was probably 80 million, but whatever. What should we do with the 70 million? And when can we open up the camps? A federal intervention, uh, yeah, federal intervention that spurs people to, quote, community-based activities that could keep them engaged and occupied and the creation of ads, quote, targeting high-risk potential violent extremists with empathic messages about mental health and mindfulness might do the trick, though, the author said. So basically saying, so taking this compassionate view that you, well, you're mentally retarded, but we're here, we're here to help you, right? We'll help you. Um, that should that should do it. That, that that should be. They just need more compassion. Uh, that will uh, that'll take care of the problem. Enact a social stimulus and fix people's problems. The Times sub uh, subhead reads. Yeah, the, the steps experts say could pr uh, prod more people to abandon the scourge of hoaxes and lies. <clears throat> this is incredible. Kevin Rose. Yeah, that's right. I've seen this guy a couple of times. Holy crap. Yeah, I'll have to go through this a little bit more detail at some point, too, um, in terms of what they suggest and stuff, what the realities are. But this is it's, it's just incredible. Uh, Zero Hedge ha had uh, this to say about the article, too. In order to have a tolerant society, the elite believe they must be intolerant of all dissenting views. That's right. So it's not that the... Uh, it's not that the, there is a, pro a fundamental problem indifference, really, that's, that's at the root of it. It's that we can't just eradicate the different... If we could just eradicate all the different views, that'd be, that'd be peace. If, if we can just kill our enemies, there wouldn't be war, right? Isn't that... That's, that's kind of logical when you think about it. If, we, if you can just murder the people that you've gone to war with immediately out the gates... There wouldn't be any. It would be peace, essentially. Maybe a planet of peace, and, and and of course, peace and love. That's what we want, right? So that'd be wonderful. Bill Hoover over on EntropyStream.live/RedEyesTV says, "Have you ever looked at the statistics of black uh, blacks migration from the south to the north between 1930 and 1970, with the correlation to the decline of northern cities and increase of crime?" I have not. Um, something I can look into, maybe. Yeah, there was a big. Uh, a big segment the left, I guess, from the was that was that beginning in the 1930s? I thought it was earlier than that, but maybe maybe it's not. Um, interesting. Thank you, Bill Hoover. I appreciate that. I have to look into it. 
Uh, but yeah, you know, when you get these mass mass move, mass migrations or mass movements of populations that happen for different reasons, uh, in our era, of course, we have uh, these wonderful wars that the elite start in, in countries like uh, Iraq and Afghanistan and stuff like that, which of course leads to this mass movement of people from you know Syria, of course, to uh, which is what they want, obviously, because that destabilizes things. And when things are destabilized, they can come in and offer the order, the the solution to these problems, right? Uh, which, of course, is let them all in and then replace the local population. Uh, but yeah, thank you, Bill Hoover. I appreciate that. Uh, let me read a little bit from this, and this will be the la last uh, portion that we do here today. Uh, when information becomes a threat, even thinking the wrong thing can be dangerous. Over the past several weeks, I've heard the word misinformation uttered in the same sentence as terror or terrorist countless times. In the old days, the extremists and the terrorists were on the other side of the globe, but now we are being told that they live amongst us or among us. So how can we identify them? Well, we are being told that the, the bad guys can be identified by what they believe. Those that do not embrace the propaganda and big tech and the corporate media are relentlessly pushing, um, are relentlessly pushing, are being systematically deplatformed, canceled, and pushed to the fringes of society. But apparently that is not nearly enough because the New York Times is now asking for the Biden administration to appoint a reality czar uh, that will be given the authority to deal with misinformation and extremism. So exactly what will be done to those? This, this is the question that, uh, fundamental question that I asked in this video that I did about this too. What, what will happen if you disagree? What, what, what will the punishment be? What will be the consequences of you refusing to give up your beliefs? And it's funny because you can almost you can almost draw it to a religion. Like relig America was founded as this uh, country of religious freedom, right? Everybody from all over the world could flee to America so they can feel be free to worship how and what they want and stuff like that, right? And they still tout that as as one of these big things, right? But what will be the punishment of you thinking differently? What will be the punishment if you violate the new reality? Tsar and his, his dictat, dictates, right? Will you be imprisoned? Will you be forced to go through re-education? Uh, will they put you on medication? Uh, what if you even at that point refuse to give up your belief? They're basically trying to say that if you... You will, you, will be, you will be a danger to our society and be, and, and be a corrosive force if you don't completely align with our beliefs. And not only just belief, but exactly how reality is stated and what it is stated to be by these very people. And there was actually a couple of stories like, that I wanted to tie into this. Imagine if we lived in different times, right? I'll be quick about this. I'm going to wrap up here soon, but it, this is just so incredible, right? Um, yeah, here's a video I want to play of, of, of what this new reality, like the things that will be part of this new reality of, of, of accepted stuff. I'll, I'll get to that in a moment. It's kind of hilarious. <clears throat> but take, take something like this. Um, now, the source for this, and just a little caveat to this, the source for this is the, the, the Daily Beast. This, it's RT here, but the source that they're reporting on as, as suppressed reports seen by the media. Um, and I know that sometimes they make things up, and I know that they're super happy to attack the Catholic faith over the Vatican or whatever, the Catholic faith over and over again, but they look the other way if there are similar overlaps, for example, in Islam or Judaism or any other religion or any other secular religion for that matter, too. They just love to bring up these examples, but it doesn't mean that it's not true. There's a lot of problems uh, that took place with the, the clergy and stuff like that. 
So the mainstream media is having to report on these kinds of things. But I'm just bringing this up as an, as an example. This is a story from today here. But what if we lived in a time when the, 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 the version of reality was enforced by... We, we live in, those, in, in these times today, right? The, the media is, is, is the arbiter of this now, mostly, uh, and the establishment. But what if you lived in a time when, you know, a religious clergy can just do whatever they want with you, basically? And if you spoke up and you said, well, this is not what happened, I have a different version of reality, would, you, would they listen to you? So, so check out the story here. German nuns rented orphaned boys to businessmen for gang bangs and orgies. I think this is like back in the 60s in Germany. A report being withheld from the public documents, um, horrific uh, documents, horrific acts of rape and sexual abuse against young boys that were facilitated by the nuns belonging to the Catholic uh, Archdiocese of Cologne in Germany, according to the Daily Beast. Investigations finding, which conclude last month, concluded last month and stemmed from a lawsuit brought against the Archdiocese by victims, have not been published, publicly released. But the contents of the report are said to have been leaked to several media outlets. Sections of the 560-page report uh, purportedly seen by the Daily Beast details how nun, nuns ran a covenant in Spire, Germany, between 1960 and 1970, how they rented orphaned boys to businessmen and clergy who abused the children sometimes for weeks at a time before returning them. According to the outlet, some of the orphans were being forced to public uh, participate in gangbangs and orgies before being returned to the covenant where the nuns would discipline them for having, quote, wrinkled their clothes or being covered in semen. And I'll circle around to what the point is of why I bring this up, because this is a, until this, until this became known and started coming out, all this stuff about sexual abuse, and it's happened within basically all established religions, right? Um, So you have it, you have it, and so the, the authorities say, well, they didn't even say it at all. It wasn't, wasn't even known. And even if the boys spoke about it, they were, they were being shut down and saying, well, this is not, this is not reality. This is a crazy conspiracy theory, right? Imagine that the, we're still in those times. There's still fundamental disagreements. There's still people that lie. There's still people that abuse, but if they have a position of power and authority, they can just cover that up and not tell you anything about it, right? And just say, well, you're, you're lying. In fact, we need to criminalize you because you're you're saying that this didn't happen or that you have a different version of reality. So this is just an example, like from a historical thing of like we used to have violent enforcements of the geocentricity, or you know, take whatever you want. And it wasn't until people were not only allowed, they 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 went against the establishment. Some of them were burned at the stake. They were violently tortured for not believing what the establishment told them to believe, or this is reality. But they continued and persevered, and eventually we learned more and found out, okay, that was, that was not the deal. Shit, okay. So we're still in that situation. We will always be in that situation. Reality can never 100% be established by someone else, right, until it needs to be open. We can more or less agree. We can more or less have an idea what happened. But almost, almost every scenario can always have something else show up or be added onto an already, you know, limited picture where, where we understand more, right? doesn't mean we can't understand reality. I'm not trying to say that. I'm trying to be new agey and say, oh, we can never know anything. I'm just, saying, I'm just saying the debate must always rage on. It will be, I guess, the established view until something else shows comes along that shows something different or until people have new scientific findings about something. 
science is not is never settled it just continues right all the time and so the same thing can be applied to reality itself right Anyway, it continues here. The report concluded that 175 children, most of them boys between the ages 8 and 14, were abused over two decades. Some of the children were intentionally barred from being adopted or taken into foster home so that the nuns could continue to hire them out, the probe allegedly found. However, the investigation declined to directly blame the nuns involved in the sick scheme, arguing instead that the abuse was uh, the result of systemic management errors and leniency, uh, according to those accused of taking part in the abominable crimes, the Beast reported. The details were leaked to the press after the Archdiocese refused to make the report public, right? So again, this is covering up the truth, right? Just saying, if you don't have access to these things, you, you wouldn't know that it happened or you wouldn't be able to confirm that it really happened. And I'm, my point is, we're in the same situation today. They're basically like, they're, they're <laughs> metaphorically, they're, they're raping us in terms of <laughs> not allowing us to believe what we want to believe, right? But since they're the ones in power and authority, they are now going to be the ones that can just enforce this view. Demanding the journalists who view the documents sign a confidentiality agreement. All those who attended a press conference announcing the conclusions of this investigation reportedly walked out refusing to abide by the church terms. Yeah, I definitely understand that. And it goes, it, goes, it was so gory, it says here, that it was uh, the clergy, they, they refused it to, to be leaked. I'm not sure, I'm sure how they can do that, but that, that's what they did, right? Um, all right, so you get you get the idea. So I'm saying until, until all of this was known and started coming out, if people brought this up, they would be seen as kooky conspiracy theorists who thought that the, pri the priests were raping them, and that was crazy. So do you see how your ability to not be able to voice your side of the story, it's much more at stake here than just your side of the story, but to ultimately avoid your lived experiences, your reality will do real world harm. And I think they haven't really, I don't think they've thought this through, really. <laughs> oh, I mean, they have, because when it criminalize us to shut us up, I, I get that. I, I completely understand why they're doing that, right? But I'm saying the consequences of trying to enforce something like that is just going to be completely insane. And I think it's going to shoot them in the... Uh, uh, come back to hunt them is going to, what's the term? Uh, bite them in the ass, I guess. That, that's the term, right? Uh, uh, Brett here on uh, Entropy Stream for five says, uh, fuck you, make me. Uh, hashtag FYMM. Thanks, Red Ice TV. You're doing uh, good work. Good, sir. Thank you. Uh, 07. Thank you, Brett. I appreciate that. That's very kind of you. Thank you, sir. So why don't we end with this clip here? Uh, I came across it earlier today, something that's sad, but it's kind of more lighthearted, right? Um, this is the, you know, the whole piece of like the Biden regime with the replacement migration that Biden have pushed and how it's going to be great the world replaced and we got to submit to uh, these claims that it's all systemic racism, uh, systemic racism everywhere. All the whites are are guilty and to blame and stuff. This is the kind of narrative that's going to become the established truth. And if you disagree with what this kid is going to tell you now, uh, you potentially could be criminally charged. So let's listen. I'm sure you'll find this entertaining, folks. I am the oppressor. I am racist. Oh my god, he just said he's racist. It shouldn't be this hard, you guys. If you live in America, went to school, participate in the socioeconomic structures, participate in any sort of system, education, business, entertainment, what have you, and you are white, you are indoctrinated, you are oppressive, and yes, you are racist. It is something that we have learned, either consciously or subconsciously, all of us as white Americans. And what we have to do is unlearn that. I'm trying to do the work. 
Part of doing the work is pushing against dangerous narratives that are counterintuitive to that unlearning, like white people are also oppressed by racism. We're not. We are the oppressors. That's the point. You should be doing the unlearning too. Do the work. Exactly. <laughs> do the work. You gotta just do the work. Just submit. Just do it. Finally, Alexandria Ocasio-Smollett is trending. I saw that earlier. It's a good, uh, it's a good line. <clears throat> All right, so that's uh, that's part of the future here. The part of the Ministry of Truth will enforce this version of reality. Excuse me. Uh, and if you deviate, you will be criminally charged. So reality is going to be. It's it's about to be enforced. They're going to. Uh, they're going to enforce the rea the they're going to enforce the reality sh shit out of you. You're going to be uh, uh, so enforced by reality that you don't know you don't know what's going to what hits you, right? Anyway, check out this old video here up on redhousemembers.com. Old, old, uh, August 2019. Conspiracy theories are terrorism. Uh, check that out. All right, boys and girls, thank you so much for joining us today. We are going to wrap this up right here. Uh, thank you so much for watching, everybody. Thank you to everyone uh, who joined us uh, on Super Chats over on Entropy. Do appreciate that. Very kind of you. Thank you to everybody. Uh, it does help tremendously. Of course, if you do want to support our show, uh, if you want more uh, material as well, head on over to redicemembers.com. We have exclusive content right there. Everything back to 2006. Tons of stuff uh, for you guys there to dig into. Uh, some of the early day stuff and, of course, some of the more political stuff that we've been into here the last, uh, what is it now, five, five, six, seven years? Uh, something like that. A lot of good videos, a lot of good stuff. You're, you're uh, welcome to share some of those videos, of course, with uh, with friends uh, and relatives if you if you want as well. If you want to share some of the good uh, videos or shows, uh, of course, if you do watch us on Red Eyes TV, you can uh, share those links as well. It does help us tremendously to kind of bypass a lot of the censorship and censorship and the shutdown and stuff like that that uh, they are now involved in. Uh, leave this up on screen too. A couple of ways, of course, where you both can watch us live, but also watch our archive shows odyssey.com forward slash at Red Ice TV. It's a great source. Obviously, follow our BitChute channel. Uh, that's bitchute.com forward slash Red Ice TV. Everything will go up and be uploaded there. Also, Gab TV will upload that. Uh, Rumble is another source as well. And some of these have apps too. Rumble has apps. Does Odyssey have Does Odyssey have an app? Maybe chat knows. Does Odyssey have an app? I, I actually haven't checked that. I think uh, they were working on that. They're also working on live streaming, by the way, which will be a great option. We tr so we're trying to get people off of DLive. I think still today, maybe we'll have... We've had the most people watching through DLive, and I know that it's convenient, and you have the app now, and you can watch it there and stuff, and we appreciate that. Uh, but if you do, since they demonetized people and kind of turned their backs on people, which had nothing to do with all this bullshit that we've been talking about today, the the Capital Six, uh, the, the Capital Riots on January sixth, uh, they decided to demonetize anybody that was slightly just uh, political, controversial. Uh, I think that's bad. I think that's bad treatment of the people who helped to build your platform. So we want to try to get people off of DLive, and one of these days we're not going to stream to DLive anymore. So I urge you to check out some of our other channels. Many of our people are going to Trovo. We have an account right there, trovo.live forward slash Red Ice. Not Red Ice TV. That's a guy who's trying to extort Bitcoin from us for the Red Ice TV name. We're not doing that. We're looking at getting the username handed over to us. Uh, but it's, I don't care. At the same time, if we, we build up Red Ice over on uh, Trovo, that's fine too. Now, uh, don't donate on Trovo because they, <laughs> they take 50%. Uh, they're greedy over there. Someone said that the sub their subscription options are a little bit better. Apparently, I got to look into that. And if there was anybody d donating on Trovo today, despite the fact that we're trying to get you to entry stream, I appreciate that. And I'll be I'll read up. I haven't had time yet. I'll read up a little bit more on Trovo, Trovo on the back end, how their uh, control panel works, and where I, where I can see if any subs come in. I, I'm not dumb into uh, to diss that or or not uh, bring that up. Uh, but again, I don't know if anybody sent anything. If you did, thank you. And apologies for not 
mentioning that. I'll try to have that sorted out till the next Flashback Friday show in case uh, that's the case. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, of course, uh, watch us uh, live streams on redice.tv forward slash live, our own website, or through redicemembers.com if you're a member. Go up in the menu, just click on live stream, and you can watch it right there as well. Also on VK, Twitter for now. I know that uh, Periscope is being defunct on March 31st. So we'll see if Twitter is picking that up and they're going to do live streaming or, or use what Periscope has had, their function, or if they're just doing it with away with it altogether. I'm actually not sure yet. They're going to uh, read a bit more about that. Uh, you can still, of course, be alerted to uh, our live streams uh, by following our Twitter account, basically. Uh, otherwise, float.app forward slash red TV. Uh, that's some great ways of joining in. Let me double check entropy stream, making sure there's nothing else there. Uh, no, not for now. But uh, again, shout out to everybody joining us over on Entropy Stream. I do appreciate that. Thank you so much for your support, everybody. Let's, uh, what else is the Well, Flashback Friday then. We'll be back on uh, Friday as usual. Uh, not 5 p.m. Eastern though. We're doing it one hour later because of our relocation. We'll try to kind of compromise a little bit on that. Uh, so 3, uh, 6 p.m. rather, Eastern. That's midnight Central European time. That's when we're doing the shows from now on uh, just to have a little bit more time uh, for prep and such uh, before we go live. Um, but otherwise, uh, more vi videos from Lana coming, working on one later today. Uh, I have more interviews coming up as well. And of course, as always, uh, join us over at redicemembers.com. By the way, just quick mention real quick. Uh, if you do want to join us in the member section, one great way of doing that is going to subscribestar.com slash redice. There you can use your credit credit card. We've been, of course, deplatformed from all these, uh, especially clearing houses, but uh, various payment processors, and so we cannot process credit cards right now through our website. I don't know if we'll ever be ever will be able to do that. We're still looking at options. We're still trying to find ways around this. Uh, it's horrific. It's unfair. It's disgusting what they're doing to us. It's important that you support us so we can continue. Uh, but there's a number of ways you can still use your credit card. So Subscribestar, you can do that. You can also do that on Entropy Stream, which, of course, people have been super chatting here today. Just do this. Uh, Go to redicemembers.com, click uh, click sign up, and then you will see all the instructions. Set up the account, and then when you uh, click next, you'll see all the instructions of where you can make payments. Uh, a couple of ways, Cash App, Entropy Stream, Bitcoin, of course, crypto, those kinds of things. It's all there, instructions. Uh, we also have a PU box. I guess I can throw that up real quick, too, in case someone wants to uh, send us a check or cash in the mail. Um, that's uh, the address actually right there, right there, over there. Um, you can do that, uh, but also, of course, you can do Entropy Stream and Subscribestar uh, as a way of using your credit card. So it's very easy. All you have to do is sending us, after you've done the payment, send us an email, redice at protomail.com. Tell us you signed up and tell us what email you have on the member site or what username you have there, and that way we can connect your payments. Still super easy, still a great way of doing it. So thank you so much, everybody, for joining us uh, at Red Ice Members. I do appreciate that. Um, all right, boys and girls. Great seeing you all. Fantastic to be back. Hope the audio was better today. Uh, we're going to keep improving things here in the new temp setup that we have. Uh, but we're very excited to be back, and it's awesome doing these shows again. It's so much fun. So feels so good uh, telling the truth and, and breaking down all this bullshit and all these lies, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see if my outro a uh, little uh, shortcut works uh, here, guys. Otherwise, uh, otherwise I'll have to fix that. Uh, but we'll uh, we'll try. Okay. See you next time. Thank you for the support, everybody. We'll see you on redicemembers.com and redice.tv. We'll see you later.
Do you love Red Eyes? Want more? Get access to exclusive material by signing up for a Red Eyes membership. You'll be able to watch Weekend Warrior, our flagship show, the second hour of interviews, and other special feature videos only for subscribers. Were you a member and we lost you along the way? Renew! We love and appreciate you guys and gals and cannot do this without you. Help us be a sane voice, a lighthouse in the sea of insanity. As times get tougher, as people are searching for answers, they're going to need content like Red Ice. A little of all your support can go a long way. Thank you.